crazy do? I have a lot of friends that are fall off crazies. Boom! And we're live, Nick DiPaolo. Yeah, baby. How are you, lad? Good. Good to see you, my friend. Uh, I can't believe that gym out there. It's nice, right? With a Porsche parked next to it. you got to be able to work out where you work. If you yeah. do that, you get more in. Next to your Porsche. Yeah. Too bad things aren't working out well for you, Joe. Uh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing anything. You know me. I'm right up front. <laughs> so we were talking before the podcast, and I said, save this, because it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Randy Credico. Yes. Who's a stand-up comedian. Yes. Has been involved in this Roger Stone thing? Yes. As you know, Roger Stone this morning, the FBI raided, you know, took him out of his house yeah, in his pajamas. Yeah, yeah. And she, <laughs> who I love. By. Roger Stone interviewed me on InfoWars. He used to love my radio show on Sirius. Yeah, they asked him, uh, they asked me to get him on, and I was like, eh, I think I'm going to duck that one. He, well, yeah, but he's fucking eccentric and, he's, and crazy. He's a loon. Yeah, and, and, and so is Randy, and they, they, they've known each other forever. And are they friends? Well, they were. Really? Until all this shit started. And, uh, oh, it's fucking classic. But uh, Randy Credico's Radical Left, he used to do, he did a, um, a comedy album years ago. Yeah. It was him... And uh, a bunch of other guys, and it was all it was all political. It was like five guys or three, a few guys. I forget how many guys. I think Crimmins was on it. Oh sure, it was Credico. Yeah, and uh, maybe Jimmy Tingle. Yeah, yeah. And they they had like a whole thing they were doing, almost like a like a tour. Yeah, you know, and like super left wing, politically yes. aware. But this is fucking way back in the day. I want yeah. to say this is the nineties they were doing this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was he was always funny. I mean, I'd yeah. watch him die every night at the uh, <laughs> Catch Rising Star because he's he'd be up there doing such inside political shit. He'd be talking about a bill that was passed that day on the floor or whatever the fuck, and the crowd would be staring at him. <laughs> and, and he had a hot Asian girlfriend, and he'd be dying up there. This is when I fell in love with him. And he goes, uh, he goes, that's my girlfriend over there. I taught her uh, four words in English. Not you. Crowd suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was really fucking funny, but so yeah. political and inside and eccentric. He stayed at my apartment when I lived out here in L.A., and he fucking, like, tried to pick up my wife after I left. I had to go on the road somewhere, but I still love him. He's fucking crazy. But he he sent me a picture of him uh, 2016 in front of the embassy in London where, what's his name, was held up, uh, Assange. Really? Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What's he doing out there? And then all that shit came out about WikiLeaks and stuff. So they thought he might have been the intermediary. Yeah. So he's gone in front For of Roger Stone. He, he's gone in front of Mueller oh a couple God. times. And and uh, so there it is right here. Who is Randy Credico? <laughs> Roger Stone threatened <laughs> the guy to take away my apartment. Associate's dog if he cooperated with Russia investigate. What? He threatened to take away his dog? He, oh, fucking, you got to read the text that Roger Stone, they're public, I think, would send to Randy. He, I'm going to take your dog? Oh, yeah. He goes, let's get it on. Be prepared to die. Oh, I'm going to take your fucking, that's why I love this guy. <laughs> this guy had a Nixon tattoo when he was 18 on his back. Roger Stone did? Yes. He marched in the gay parade in New York. I fucking love him he's nuts why do you march in the gay parade in uh, new york just pro gay rights well he's pro just yeah you know so he's just all over the place he's all over the place but he's a right i mean he had a nixon tattoo he's a fucking right wing but uh all the right wing people to get look look look, look. (laughs) 
That is so ridiculous. <laughs> the fucking Knicks. That's a good tattoo, too. I Whoever know. did that. And that guy's 60-something years old. At least. And he loved my radio show on Sirius, and, and he uh, he did he hosted InfoWars about six months ago. He had me on as a guest when I got punched in the face by that broad. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. So, uh, so, yeah, they raided the FBI, raided his house, took him out today. And he got out on $250,000 bond. And um, he, he, he wanted Credico, you know, to stop contesting what what Stone said in front of when he testified. So uh, Credico Stone said, that's not thing, how it went uh, down. So they're fighting uh, and shit. And then he's threatening them. And, um, but uh, yeah, I, Randy, so I text Randy today. I, I go, I'm doing Rogan. I mean, if you want to uh, weigh in, and he's like, well, call me before the show. Let me know. He goes, there's not too much I can say right now. But I, what's funny is I know both these guys. That is, <laughs> so, is so weird. That's so weird. And he, and he said, yeah, let me know. Uh, he goes, I can't say much because they just just arrested the FBI. They, you, they're going to turn. They're trying to. I see what Mueller's doing. He's turning Roger Stone against Trump. Trump is the target. Yes. So he's going to threaten him with, the, you know, he's 60 something years old. So he can yeah. spend the rest of his life in prison or talk. Yeah. You know, well, he's so, doing that with everybody. He's a scary guy. Mueller, if he, you if you had a problem and that guy was coming after you, like, shit oh your my pants. God, because he's going to do it slow. Like by the time this yeah, actually like gets to rape. Trump, he's going to be. I don't think they do that slow. They do they that start however slow. they want. I think that's different than what you're thinking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm very confused By myself. By the time they get to Trump, he's already so nerve-wracked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he like chips away at his borders, like slowly but surely, takes away all the people around him. Yeah. He gets closer. And you know, you know, you know he's concentrating on the family. You know he is. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. That's what he does. And he even does that with people like Stone. He'll go after your family and stuff. You notice you never hear a word out of Ivanka anymore? No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You guarantee you. Yeah. Guarantee you they scared the fuck out of her. But if you want to know about Mueller, like you said, and how fucking creepy he is, he was the head of the FBI during the 80s when the Whitey Bulger shit went down. Whoa. Yeah. And he put four guys in prison. Listen to this, Joe. And this, you can look this up. This isn't me. Four guys he put in prison. And wrongly, it turns out, two of them died in prison. Whoa. Yeah, you can Google it. Because that. of Bulger? Uh, it had to do with that. Because yes. they would do things and the FBI would let them get away with it because they were providing information. That's right. That was the whole That's Bulger exactly thing. That's exactly right. And he fought, two guys died in prison wrongly, by the way. This no. guy's not a fucking good guy. I know he's a Marine, a decorated Marine and shit. They make those sacrifices. They make those decisions where they're just going to like help a person who's a criminal because that criminal's providing information that can allow them to get more criminals. Well, yeah. Larger criminals. Whitey was providing all kinds of yeah. shit about the guineas and he's Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great movie too, by the way. You know, but I used yeah, to train so. a guy who was one of Whitey's hitmen. Dana White? No, no, no. <laughs> Dana, White. Dana White got threatened. He had to move out of town. I, I, it was a Bulger, wasn't yeah. it? Bulger related. Yes, it was Bulger yes. related. When I was teaching Taekwondo, I had one of the guys that was in my class that was whacking people for Whitey Bulger. And he was asking me, if you want to kill somebody with your bare hands, where would you hit him? I was like, uh, the neck? I was like 18. I was like, oh. And he goes, correct, Joe. I was like, good. Yeah, I like that. Who was it, Kevin? Uh, no, no, huh? no. But, you know, Kevin, you know, he went away too. Yes. Um, Another tough kid. Yeah, all related, all of them together. You know, um, this guy was a different guy. This this guy was he went away too, but I mean he went away forever. He was one of those guys. Like th they caught him with blood under his fingernails. And he was shit. working with Whitey. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of guys that were. I mean, it was a big organization. When when we were kids, I mean everybody knew. 
It was a big organ. I mean, it was it wasn't a fucking secret. Oh no. Oh, I know. How did Hannity's attempt to link Mueller to Whitey Bulger hold up? This article in the Boston Globe mm. says that's not true. Whatever. It's the FBI. He wasn't there. I know. There. How are you going to He wasn't there? <laughs> he wasn't there then. Oh, he wasn't at the FBI. Yeah, it says he Mueller was. served the U.S. Attorney's <laughs> Office in Boston from 82 to 88 as Chief of the Criminal Division, first Assistant U.S. Attorney and Acting U.S. Attorney for more than a year. During that time, Bulger ran a sprawling criminal enterprise and got away with murders because he was a longtime FBI informant who corrupted his handlers, the FBI. He corrupted his handlers. I love it. And the FBI <laughs> and the New England Organized <laughs> Crime Strike Force, a, prosecu- a prosecutorial unit that worked independently in the U.S. Attorney's Office reportedly uh, reported directly to the Justice Department, used Bulger to build cases against the mafia and give him a pass on his own crimes. The FBI's corrupt relationship with Bulger was exposed after he was indicted on federal racketeering charges in 1995 and became a fugitive. He was captured 16 years later. Yeah, I would hear. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he was captured in Santa Monica. I know. So when did Mueller, says, did Mueller know the four men had been wrongly convicted and looked the other way? There's nothing linking Mueller to that case. According to several attorneys, for for the men, voluminous court records and a former federal judge who presided over their wrongful imprisonment trial. In 2007, the U.S. District Judge Nancy Gertner found the FBI deliberately withheld evidence that the four men were innocent. The Bureau helped cover up the injustice for deck. Jesus Christ, I fucking hate reading shit like that. She ordered the government to Creepy. pay the men and their families $101.7 million. Okay, maybe worth it. <laughs> How long did you guys go away for? <laughs> Let's be honest. You were never going to make a hundred million. That's chicken scratch. If to they you. all got a hundred million, if every one of them got a hundred million, I mean, I'm I'm in. I mean, how much time do you have to do? How many times do you get fucked while you're in jail? How's yeah. it, how bad how many is it per load? Fuck, man. So maybe it was just a rumor that he was a part of that. Well, like you said, though, that's the FBI. As yeah. soon as the story broke, I'm sure they called the paper and said, listen, get your facts straight. Well, how crazy is it that the FBI covered up the information and knew those guys were innocent? That yeah. is dark. Yeah. Who went to jail for that? Did the guys who covered it up go to jail? I'm not sure. Oof. But uh, two of them died. You can't. That's, they died in jail? Two of them died in jail. Oh. When that, Whitey sure Bulger was out Google. here, you know they caught him because his wife was yelling and shit all the time? Yeah, she was cuckoo. <laughs> Did, he had fucking cash on the walls and shit. <laughs> Did he? I used to sell do- meat door to door before I started comedy, and I used to go to fucking Went the Hill not knowing where I was. Really? And I would, I would wonder why people would look at my, I'd take out my shit and they'd go, That's like, that break sound like 40 bucks a pound, get the fuck out. <laughs> and then somebody explained to me, you know, Went the Hill is like Whitey Bulger's <laughs> Wow. <laughs> So you were selling uh, meat in his neighborhood. Oh yeah, fucking wow. same in East Boston. I knocked at the door a couple of guys in, in Revere that were like fucking connected. My buddy Al knew who they were and shit. Later on, well, they probably knew and, people from meatpacking. They probably got no, right off of the boats. Of course, yeah. of course. And I'm I'm doing my little spiel there for a boiler, you know, a fucking boiler room operation. No, you break it down per meal. It comes out there three bucks a meal. <laughs> and they're doing the math in the head. You could tell they were like bookies. You know, <laughs> they're like that's like forty bucks a pound. Get the fuck off my steps. <laughs> really that much no, but it was no. it was ridiculous you know but yeah. uh and i was in rhode island uh banging doors and i and and uh i got the same response and i looked down i see in the streets the lines on the streets are red white and green i was in federal hill in providence where the mafia started look at that sign look at that article look at this whitey bulger santa monica hideout was full of money it still brims with mystery he was living in like a normal apartment i know so weird <clears throat> he had eight hundred twenty-two thousand dollars in cash and valuables Wow. 
Jesus Christ. I like that movie. I thought Johnny Depp was great in it. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was great in it. Yeah. That's a creepy dude. Yeah, he was as creepy as they get. It's just amazing how much corruption was involved in that case. Yes. And that Which, the federal government was a part of it, and they let that monster, they let him thrive. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes you wonder about the FBI today. Well, it should make you wonder about- It just about, shows you what they're capable of. Yeah. Let's well, put it that way. Whenever you're doing that, whenever you're allowing someone to commit murder and deal drugs- to get other people that are committing murder and dealing drugs. It's yeah. like, what? Yeah. Because they would just want they just look what happens with cops in this is very unfortunate, but this is this is just what happens when you have a, a game and the game is arrest people. The game is win, right? You have yeah. a certain amount of callers you have to make. And if you can make more callers because you're in bed with a bad guy, especially if maybe you grew up in that neighborhood yeah. and it's always been kind of an accepted part of that neighborhood. Yeah. That guy Conley grew up with white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes a sneaky little deal. Yeah. Oof. Well, same with lawyers. It's all about you. Mm-hmm. You have to have. A, it's like sports. You have to have a winning record. Yeah. You're not going to succeed. So they. Yeah. You know. They yeah. Play outside the rules. I mean, that's one of the reasons why cops and people have such a weird relationship because they're always looking to arrest people, and you, you, you your cops talking to you like, ah, oh, don't put me on your record. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And they just want, well, maybe I can get you for something. Yeah. I got to get somebody. <laughs> You know, no, they, I know. When they have quotas, like when you have quote, like what would what would the police force do if nobody broke crimes anymore? They'd make shit up. If they, what would they do? Like legitimately, Nothing. if They'd they have, gone. if they really do, but that have would quotas, never happen. Joe. It would never happen. But what if everybody got on mushrooms and uh, the world, the <laughs> Is world that the got solution? cleaned up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the world got cleaned up. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take to get that. Not much. Not much time. A couple of years. <laughs> Couple years. We no, I mean in the conversation. Oh, the mushrooms. mushrooms. <laughs> I got some right here if you want some, dude. I can't even handle regular mushrooms. Fucking you j- can't? shiitake make me crazy. <laughs> I don't know how you do that shit. We had that discussion. DMT uh, and a fucking thick portobello. Nice <laughs> glaze, a demi glaze on it. Yeah, it just it, it the, the whole. I mean, the the Mueller thing is very. It's very interesting. It's very interesting because you're watching a professional like cast a web, like nice and slow. Yeah. Nice and slow. It's the full force of the FBI against you. And, and, and if they'll do it against a Roger Stone, like you said, they'll do, you know. Yeah. It's creepy. Well, Jamie said they opened up the government today to distract from the fact that Roger Stone got arrested. Most likely. Most likely. I think you're right. I think that's a, a good assessment. Uh, I guess. I mean, t- Trump's the final target. So, um, but yeah, he's going to he's gonna threaten Stone with, you know, he's like 66. Yeah. Threatens him with 10 years. He's probably going to. Yeah, he's kind of sing. enough to fucking sing, make him sing. But he's such a sing a oh, song. <laughs> <laughs> like Dershowitz says, they don't just sing; they they uh, they actually. Uh, how did Dershowitz put it? They actually, you know, come up with the lyrics they create. Mm. They don't just sing. Yeah, you know. What do you think is going to happen to Trump? If you had a guess, as far as this investigation, yeah. nothing. Really? Pass out a coffee over here. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Why do you think nothing's going to happen? You don't think- uh, well, I, I, that's not true. I shouldn't say that because only because I think Mueller's pretty fucking evil and will come up with something. Well, uh, you know, what impeachment at the at the worst? But where's the high crimes and misdemeanors? What what? Well, if there was obstruction of justice, if there was collusion, if there was any sort of, if they can prove that there was some sort of concerted effort to undermine democracy. Yeah, which I, I don't think I, I don't think they'll get to the, get them. Even with Roger Stone, they're not charging him with collusion or conspiracy. Mm. Just lying charging? and covering up. 
They don't they don't have them for collusion or mm. conspiracy. They're lying, so, covering up the uh, interactions with Russians, right? So what it is? I I guess that would be Mueller's yeah. angle. Yeah. You know, Jamie was talking about something yesterday, and I started listening to this recent Sam Harris podcast, and it is fucking fascinating how much Russian troll farms and all these fake accounts and what they're trying to do. And what, one of the things they're trying to do is, what Jamie was saying was that that kid with the MAGA hat with the Native American beating the drum yeah. in front of him, yeah. the image of that was posted by this website that turned out in to be Brazil. a Russian troll farm. But it was in Brazil. <clears throat> was it, Jamie? It was a blogger in Brazil. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, when they, CNN looked into it, <clears throat> they just kind of asked Twitter, what's going on with this account? And by the time they'd asked them, they just suspended the account so it's gone but but you said they suspended the account because the account was a fake account they, yeah they had uh they thought it was posing as like a california teacher mm-hmm. yeah her name is talia yeah, yeah but it was a but it's it not. was an actual blogger in brazil oh so it was brazil it wasn't russian no i so I, I, I wasn't sure no i just was sort of saying like it was so went into a fake account of some, some but yes they so sow seeds of yeah, well, uh, they're trying to get people against each course. other. Of course. Like, they're doing that in America. Like, people need to understand that this is actually really happening. And well, do we a, need their help, really? <clears throat> well, we to do. To turn against each it, other? It do we need worse. the Russians' help? Well, if you stop and think about it, has there ever been a time where the left and the right were more at each other's throats than right CNN's now? CNN's enough. You don't need Russia. <laughs> Was no, there ever a time? <laughs> but but are, is CNN enough to really get people turned against each other like this? No fucking way. You need angry discourse online. And the way that yeah. comes from... There's <clears throat> there's an amazing uh, Radio Lab podcast about this uh, where they talked to people that actually worked in these troll farms and that these people were they they would both be left wing and right wing and this is one of the things that they're talking about on the um, Sam Harris podcast it's I think it's called uh, War of Information <clears throat> but they'll pose as like. Uh, pro-choice people and say ridiculous shit, yes. like over the yes. top ridiculous, and then they'll pose as pro-life, as pro-life people, people with like an American flag right. and you know MAGA in the in the you know the hashtag MAGA right. in their their heading, but right. they have nothing to do with that. They're just Russians and they're just trying to get people riled up. And you see people jump on board oh, and course. start chiming in. But um, I was talking to a comic that we were talking about that I won't bring his name up. <clears throat> But he referred me to this <clears throat> this Russian guy. I can't. I'm not gonna remember his name. But this is a, a clip of this Russian guy who worked for the KGB, defected over here, and he was explaining how Russia does that. Yeah. And this was back in the '80s. Oh well, we do it too. Everybody does it. They all do it. Everybody does it. They fuck with the system in any way, shape, or form in order to achieve a desired result. I think the Russians are the best at it. Apparently. Well, I just think they're way more dedicated to it. And they well, yeah. I mean, it's a sneaky way to go about doing things, too, because Russia doesn't have the, the, the kind of money that the United States has. They got nothing. They have, you know, their, their economy is the size of Texas. Yeah. All they have is nuclear weapons. They, they, they're almost like a third world. And a brutal dictator. And a dictator. Yeah. That's all it takes. But as far as the economy and everything, they're like a third world shithole. Yeah. It's, well, they're like a small European country. But it's really interesting when you you listen to these podcasts about how much effort they put into sh- sowing discourse or s- discord to getting people upset with each other, to starting arguments, and to saying things that are going to upset people in order to get the right versus the left. Yeah. To like sure. to, to undermine democracy from the inside. Yeah. It's really interesting. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's weird that it works, but it makes sense that it works. I mean, sure. It's, it's a, a sneaky ass strategy. Yeah. 
You think CNN does just as good a job? Oh, they really do. Fucking horrible. But you're so you're so right wing. You can't. I'm not so right wing, John. How, how right wing? Far right, middle middle right. I'd say uh, center, right of center, not right of center, right of center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with CNN? Uh, do you like it? First of all, I don't need no. to hear it in every fucking airport before <laughs> I'm doing a gig. The last fucking words I want to hear were Wolf Blitzer before my plane crashes. Um, um, somebody wait. told me Wolf Blitzer got on Jeopardy and they exposed him. Yes, I remember reading that too. Because you know, people get on um, television, they read off a teleprompter. You think they're brilliant? They seem brilliant. You know, they seem Absolutely. so smart. Then you Abs- get them alone. <laughs> About Louis goes on uh, Jeopardy and wins. What Louis C.K. Yeah, did he? Yeah, remember they have celebrities on once in a while. When did he do that? A couple of years ago. Did he go on with regular people and win? I forget who he's against. I think it was other famous people. <coughs> that makes sense. Most famous. Remember people Jonathan Groft? Yeah. Oh, he's very smart. Well, do you remember he went on Jeopardy he against for, regular people? Won for and he won a the long tournament. Time. Yeah, he won the whole yeah. tournament. A comic. Yeah. So, folks, don't take us lightly. Does he still write for? There he is, Wolf Blitzer, minus four thousand dollars. You <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, it didn't work out so well. Uh, that's fucking funny. That is hilarious. Um, well, you know, people can pretend to be smart, you know? You, you oh, read Christ off the teleprompter, yeah. they give you the script, you know? But John, was Jonathan Groff, does he still write for Conan? That's a he good was, question. He was I writing don't for Conan know. the last time I saw him. Uh, but he was fucking really, really bright. Funny guy, too. And really funny. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he does stand-up anymore, though. I think he just writes. That's how smart he is. Yeah, he's like, enough of this. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> this jokey joke nonsense. Enough is enough. <clears throat> Starting to feel that way. Yeah. Um, but why, why do you hate CNN? Oh, come on. All the fucking shit they put out there. And uh, just an example. How about before the uh, when Donna Brazile had the notes for Hillary before the fucking Bernie? Yes. Remember that? Well, that Isn't that CNN? enough to discredit? Yes. CNN it was, she was a pundit. Right. And they still had her on. That's what's I ridiculous, mean, that they had her on after that. Yeah, they told still. her what the questions were going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her book was amazing, though. That, that's that what's interesting is they fucked her over, and then she came I out know. with a book. And, and that, ripped them. Ooh, that book ripped is them. dark. I haven't. I haven't read it yet. I've only read passages table. of it, but the, what I read about how they rigged the DNC, how they, uh, how they uh, fucked Bernie out of the primaries. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Bernie gets d- screwed. It's a dark business. Oh, it's fucking... It's all the same. They're all... And coach, but you don't think like the mainstream media is sort of like a propaganda arm for the Democratic Party? Well, they definitely ninety-three percent negative working, coverage. They definitely think they're working for the good, but they, it's ninety-three percent negative coverage with Trump. Right, Trump is an you know he's an unusually polarizing figure. Sure, I mean was it that way with? Um, well, I guess I was probably pretty negative with Bush. Always. But it was a different world back then. No, it was, but they always, since I've been a kid, I mean, mm-hmm. Reagan was a dummy and just right. a fucking B actor and an idiot and a it's racist. True. You can look at this shit year after year. It's true. George Bush Sr., George W. Bush, Dick Cheney, warmonger. It's the same shit, racist, bigot, racist, and it works. And Ford. It right? works. Ford was a moron. And, and Ford was, remember how he was portrayed on SNL? Yeah, he was always falling he down. He couldn't walk three feet, <laughs> which was kind of true, actually. It's kind of true. And he was an athlete. <laughs> but it, but it's always been bad that way. Knees. The mainstream media has always sort of uh, been more liberal. You know? Right, I but think. then you have Fox News, which goes far the other way. Well, with their opinion shows. But at yeah. least when you watch Fox News, which everybody who hates Fox News never watches it, number one. Uh, but but they at least have liberals on. And, well, you know? have, and Shepard Smith yes. fucking hates Trump. Yes, yes he does. Because he looks like every guy that bullied him as a kid. Do you think that's why he hates him? Yeah, I do. 
That's it. That's the only reason. Fucking, yeah, the only I reason. do. Nothing to That's do. That's the reason most of them hate him. He's he. Here's what here's what they don't bring up. Even Hannity and all these you, guys. You get your head going like a pigeon. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you know, let's change the subject. He's getting irritated with me already. I got to get you out of L.A. I'm afraid you're going to get diseased. Um, <sighs> I'm uh, fine. Everything's good over here. No, I know. Tell me about it. Uh, but uh, what, what were we just talking about? Uh, why they hate but, Trump. Yeah, they never like, bring up this, though. They never. Because he's a alpha male, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, right. f- fucking billionaire. That is the, that's the embodiment of the devil for the left. They never bring that up on the show. Do you think that's really what it is? It has nothing oh, to do with him lying it. all the time? And what, what, to do with what, what's he lie about? The number of people at his inauguration as opposed to Obama going, oh, you can keep your health care. I mean, the fucking, you know. He well, doesn't lie any more than any other president. You don't think so? If he does, it's trivial shit. He's a salesman. He's a There's a fine line. Well, he's, he's definitely he, a salesman. But Oh, he's a I bullshitter. Mean, but we, that's what we need. We're a corporation. We're a corporation. The country is? Don't you think so? That's what I always heard. It's kind of like that. A little bit. I mean, but it's some some sort of an organization. Do you really does think- Hillary Clinton lie at all? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, why didn't you get called on it? How well, is she- that fat twad not in cuffs? Oh, how dare you? It is a good question. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. I was talking to Mike Baker, who used to work for the CIA. Oh, I he- thought you meant my fucking web guy. No, Because he Mike bugged. Baker. He wanted to come out here with me. <laughs> and Mike Baker from the CIA I know said, who is. if he... If he did anything remotely like what Hillary did, he'd be in jail for 30 years. Of course. Yeah. Remember the kid in the submarine that worked for the Navy that took oh, pictures yeah. took of the submarine? I mean, took he a like, fo- took a selfie, and it had bad shit in the background that he wasn't yeah. supposed to take photos of. And how long was he in jail? I don't know. Yeah. But so I would just like to see some equity as far as people being held accountable on both sides. That's well, all. maybe it would have been different if Hillary made it through. Maybe it would have been different in terms of like media coverage if she actually became president. Oh, they would have sucked her ass. You think so? Yeah. I, I think know. so. I don't know, man. Once Donna Brazil's book came out and people have an understanding about the inner workings of the party. I mean, I think, look, it, politics are, it's dirty, dirty business. Filthy. No, it's dirty. It's worse than podcast. But it's, podcasts are pretty clean. I know. Like, relatively. <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> it's very that's why people come to it now. Yeah. You can't get the truth from the mainstream media. Well, I was trying to explain to a friend who was talking about doing a podcast uh, deal with a network. And I was like, stop. You I can't go, this do that. This is the one thing that you can have where you can, it can be mainstream and it's free of everything, of free course. of any influence. And you're going to let a bunch of pen, pencil pushers and, and button pressers, they're going to tell you what you can and can't say, which direction you can and can't go. You know, they're going to try to influence you. But isn't Google doing that? No. What do you mean? With conservatives, like shutting down Dennis Prager. It's like a fucking... What do you mean? Google? As far as... Well, well, YouTube talking, is owned well, by Google. I'm talking about a company. Right, okay. Well, I'm talking about a company, you going into business with them. Yeah, you a, can. Where, where you're a podcaster, you're free and independent. Right. And it's probably the only thing in the world where you can be completely free and independent and still reach millions of people. It really is the only thing in the world. But but, but what, how, what is Google doing? Well, what I'm saying, Google owns YouTube. Right. Right? And uh, people like Dennis Prager, a religious right guy, uh-huh. is 
His show gets shut down on YouTube. What do you mean it's shut down? It's they shut, down? shut it. Th- he's suing. He's suing fucking Google. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I know he does those shows with uh, Corolla. With but Corolla, I, I didn't know he's he was just. Shut a, down. I used to listen to him when I lived in L.A. He's a conservative, yeah. religious Jewish guy. No, I've listened to him hundred yeah. times. Well, they yeah. they consider it hate speech. I mean, that's that's when we're getting to a dangerous territory. Wait a minute. I pull up uh, what what happened to him because I'm I'm completely ignorant about this. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Oh, this is going to go to the Supreme Court. Really? I think so. So yeah. they pulled. So they took his page down. They said you can't have a, a page on YouTube anymore. Yeah, they they shut his show down. Do you remember what it was about? Not specifically, but I know it was labeled hate. And if you listen to this guy for ten minutes, he's the most congenial, fair-minded, uh, you know. But yeah. he's he's a you know uh, religious guy. Do you know and Douglas that shit Murray doesn't is? fly? Do you know Douglas Murray is? <clears throat> he's actually uh, her. Who is it? He's a. He's a uh, an intellectual from England who uh, wrote about uh, wrote the a book about uh, immigrants in Europe called the Strange Death. I think it's called Islam and the Strange Death of Europe. And uh, he's basically talking about how people from these countries that have emigrated into Europe are changing the culture. Sure. They're changing the culture and North there's, Africa. There's all sorts of you know crimes and things that are happening that didn't exist before. Sure. And people. Or developing these communities of like-minded people right. that didn't exist before. Right. No go zones. And and he's saying that this is you know this is fundamentally dangerous, but he's saying it from a point a perspective of understanding the actual facts involved and talking about the situation mm-hmm. and talking about how these are people that don't respect homosexuals. They want to throw them off roofs and they have these right. opinions they do about throw people. Them off yeah, right. they have these opinions about people that are extremely antiquated and not aligned with European values yeah. in the modern Western world. Right. He and Sam Harris had a conversation and that conversation got flagged on YouTube. Uh, it, it got flat because someone put it up in their their. You know, you make a, like a little watch list. What is it called? What is, what is it called? The, the list you could. Will you put it on YouTube on your channel, where you could a playlist? Yeah. So he puts it on his playlist, and he gets a compute uh, a community guideline strike against him for putting up this conversation between two intellectuals. So I have this conversation with this lady at YouTube, and I said, "Well, why why would you do that? Why why does that?" Get, she goes, "Well, it's hate speech." I go, it's hate speech. I go, you're talking about two intellectuals having a discussion about a real thing that's happening right now in Europe, and you're saying hate speech. If you listen to the podcast, there's no slurs used, just facts. They're just well, talking same about- same with Prager. But this, is, this was the way she said it, because it's hate speech. I'm like, you, ha- you said that so easily. Yes. You've never seen that's this. That's a lot of power. But it's, it's also a lot of irresponsible power. I or know. Irresponsible use of power. But, 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 but my point is they're cracking down on people who lean right, whether it's Twitter. Yes. Or, you know what I that's mean? That's 100% true. Yeah. And uh, that's a big fucking problem. Uh, hate speech. Uh, I'm, we're going to let Google decide. Uh, what's the name of the company that owns Alphabet? Uh, they're going to decide what. what I, I brought that up on, I brought that up on uh, Tough Crowd years ago. About, wow. about when you disagree with a liberal or whatever, and you're arguing with, they always go, oh, you're a hater. They would keep saying that. And it, that's what it turned into. If you just disagreed, you're a hater. Mm. Now it's you're a bigot or a racist. If you didn't agree with Obama's policies, you're a bigot or a racist. And and that shit works. That, that's been working for the left for years. But now that the social media, Google, controls almost all the information you, you and I hear every day. I mean, that's why it's so dangerous. So look up, yeah, Prague is, a, is the first example that comes to mind. <clears throat> that guy, <clears throat> excuse me, um, 
uh, yeah, because he's he's you know a Christian or whatever. Well, he's but, but he's not. He, yeah, he's Jewish. But but you looking know. it up, it, it unless unless I'm, what I just read was wrong. They weren't dele- from YouTube at least. They weren't deleted. They were restricted. Put it like meaning like okay, they put shut down that, his like, show. That uh the the adult thing like you have to have an account that says you're 18 or older or something like that. And they were fighting and having a lawsuit against that, saying that <clears throat> what they have in their videos are not shouldn't be behind that like that wall, whatever that is. They also then. But this, this is week, my point. You on, have to go to YouTube to get the story. Hold on a second. Well, no, I'm on right? their website. I went to a couple of different websites to see it, but they were also like yesterday, they had ads blacklisted from Spotify. So they had ads that were, I guess, initially approved, and now they have been disapproved, it's and they haven't really explained to them Dennis why. Prager's ads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. suing. So, so. But his page is still up. You know Corolla, don't you? Yeah. I believe Ask so. Ask him yeah. about it. Yeah, I will. But so, it, the YouTube page is still up. His show's not yeah, up. His his show is shut down. I'll check that. They might have they might have taken it down by now. This it, is like this is kind of from a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. They shut him down. So if you go to the Dennis Prager YouTube channel, it doesn't exist. I'm checking right now. Hmm. So the, the idea that they would make that eighteen plus because it's conservative—that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, no, this is up. It's up. This is it. Right? Okay. This is his channel, yeah. bro. Prager U. Yeah, that's okay, his channel. but. He's got a million subscribers, million nine hundred and forty. They shut his show down. I, I don't so know. So they brought it back up. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. So that, that after a, he they threatened got a video the lawsuit, up, they have a video up from an hour ago. Spotify bans Prager from advertising. That's okay, then go Google Prager lawsuit. Mm. Yeah, that's what it was about. It's about what them being angry? restricted. Yeah, I am angry because we're not getting the full story here. <clears throat> well, I mean, we're just I mean, finding they, they, out I, that it's up right now. It, it's he's uh, he's suing them. Yeah. No, I believe you. So. My point being is these big tech big tech companies are crushing conservative well, opinions the, for the most part, right? A, yes, and here's a good way to look at it. If you're going after a guy like Dennis Prager, yeah. who, again, is the most congenial guy, never swears, very, very mild-mannered, very cool and calm, and whether you agree with him or disagree with him, right? it's not the, – the way to go about something like this if you disagree with someone is not to – to shut them down. No, it's to have case. a debate. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. and that's not happening. Well, you know, well, you saw the Google memo. You saw what happened with that guy when he provided all this information about one of the reasons why women don't get into tech, and they labeled him as right. being a misogynist, misogynist and a woman and, hater. And right. Defi- like, no, he's giving you scientific studies that show that <laughs> women have different interests. Is that Lawrence Summers you're talking about? There's been a few since. Lawrence Summers was actually the president of Harvard, and he was given a speech, and and. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. He was he brought up the numbers as yes. far as males going into science and math. He didn't say women aren't good at it. Right. And he got fucking canned from Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't have that's, anything that's that, fascism. Yeah. It, if it it's, disagrees with the orthodoxy, they'll come down on you. Yeah. Even if it's factual like James Damore and you could clearly back it up. You could look at the the actual numbers. Not only that, that James Damore guy put a page and a half in there on strategies for encouraging women to get into tech. I mean, if he was a real massage, he was working for who? Demore, Google, Google. Yes, he's the Google memo guy. Right, that was right. what started off because yeah. all these intellectuals came to his side. They go, "Look, why are we doing all this research if you guys completely ignore right. it every time it comes up?" Right, like you're pretending that this research is not valid. This research is, it's it's scientific information that shows that certain types of people are more interested in different things. We've known that forever. That's why boy toys and girl toys are different. 
because mm. boys and girls like different shit. I mean, it's basically a more complex version of that. And he's essentially saying women like different things. It doesn't mean Joe, that they can't do it. that's horrible to say. The only difference between the sexes is socially constructed obstacles. Yes. You are, well, gender is you, a social you know construct. That. I yeah, know that. gender itself. Mm. <laughs> it is. They should come here and take a look at your place. That would shut them. Shut the argument. Down. It's all male. It's male gender. I got some female stuff here from when my kids come over. Tell, 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 tell them what you said to me when I said, what a fucking great place. Oh, this is what happens when <laughs> women don't get to tell you what to do. <laughs> uh, you have a place. You have a, a warehouse of mail. But this looks, that's not, I'm a nice guy. That's not bad. And for, of course But not. the problem is, in this society, male energy, male thinking, male energy is vilified. And you're, you're taught to think there's something wrong with being masculine. Being masculine is the reason why we don't speak German. Okay? Stop. Uh, exactly. Talk about toxic masculinity. You could, you would be the poster boy for that shit. Well, the whole reason why you need <laughs> male people is because there's male people other places that will take away your shit and kill your people and, and exactly. rape. Exactly. This is not a bad thing. Male does not equal evil. Just because there are evil men, they are evil men. It doesn't mean all men are evil. There's evil women, too. It doesn't mean all women are evil. I dated three of them. I, I, bet, you, I bet you dated more than three. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and But this toxic masculinity is just fucking so hilarious. Stupid. Like you said, really? World War II, how about that turned out? Oh. <sighs> well, there's just so many dumb phrases like that, you know? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. made up. He do you know about heteronormative? Uh, I'm sure I've... <laughs> you know, cis cisgendered? Cisgendered, yes. Heteronormative? Yeah. Yeah, like you're, you're imposing the norms like as if heterosexuality is normal. Well, did you see, what was the story a couple of days ago? And it was in California, here, our beautiful state of California. They're trying to, the he, you can't say he or she, it's they now. What? Yeah. Where? Everywhere? Uh, I'm Google saying it. it. I'm Her saying name she. is uh, I'm saying Hannah you. something Jackson. He? Uh, yeah. Now you have to say they. Nope. And they were passing it. They had her in the, the meeting, uh, the actual uh, town hall or city, wherever they're passing the ordinance. And at the end, she goes, my, my, grandma, my grammar teacher wouldn't approve of this. She's rolling around, but we won't hear from her. She said her, and somebody called her out on it as she was passing the bill. Ah, she's passing what it. She's fucking left-wing nonsense. You it's shouldn't say her about your grandmother. She's not here. It to was, correct your gender identification. Of course, she looked like Newt Gingrich. There she is. California State Senator bans the use of he and she during committee hearings. Oh, look at her with her perfect fucking <laughs> liberal haircut. <laughs> Newt Gingrich's haircut. Oh, my God. Some people Shemp are- Howard's face. And some people are just hilarious. <laughs> But they called her out. She's trying to do a good thing. That uh, is you know, funny. And uh, they call her out. They had a laugh about it. But uh, <laughs> That is so funny. Who the fuck does she look like? Oh, my God. We but, wouldn't be hearing from her. Well, you made me Jackson laugh. was then interrupted by listeners who corrected her usage and demand. Oh, stop. Stop. Go back. Corrected her usage and go demand that she use the word they or them. They demanded. See, this is the problem with all this shit. Yes. It's demanding. They're trying to control people. They're telling people what to do and what not to do. And it's about power. A lot of this stuff is about power. All it's not of about it is. They're imposing their worldview on, on you. But it's not even their worldview. It's not real. What it is is they're just deciding that this is a thing that they're going to agree to and they're going to force other people to comply. It's half the game. 
Half the game is just getting people to comply. Well, you do that by, and you start with language. You control yes. people's behavior through language, yes. which is the definition of political correctness. Yes. Well, that's what Carlin always said, that fascism is just political correctness with good manners. The, or political correctness is fascism with good, good manners. manners. Yeah. How about, uh, you saw the clip of Louis at Governor's when he was talking about this, how the, you know, the, the, the millennials or whoever demanding what we call them. Yes, they are them. I, I, and he I, goes, okay, I'm, Louis goes, okay, I'm a location. Yeah, he it's goes, your mother's cunt. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes, i got to come up with something more clever, not as harsh, whatever. But yeah. I'm a location, your mother's cunt. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about all that stuff getting leaked? Well, about, about Louis? You know, Stan, Stan Hope had a really good point about that. What did, what did Dougie say? Dougie was saying, like, look, if this was a movie, and if you took that movie and filmed it in the movie theater and then put it online, you'd be uh, you'd go to jail. That's right. Like, you're a criminal. Right. You're, you're stealing. Right. You're expo- And you're, you're ruining his work. Yes. But they uh, think they can ruin his work because he jerked off in front of some people. I don't even know if it's that. I don't even know if the person that leaked it like was a Louis hater. Sometimes they seem like a fan. They were laughing hard. Yes, it's like they had their phone on their table. I was at. uh, It wasn't Governor's. It was the brokerage, which is the same owners. A few years ago, and I'm up there doing my shit and working on a new hour. I look down, and the kid about fifth or sixth row. I see him. I see the red light. Yeah, and he's got his head down. So I come down off the stage. He doesn't even hear me, and I grab the phone out of his hand. Ah, ah. fucking deleted i go dude you came out because you're a fan of mine right i go the problem i explained it to him in the whole crowd the problem with this is if you put this shit online i'm working on news that's old material right you're burning my shit do you get it yeah to all the other fans that listen to it for sure and also it's not fair because these bits are never done like if you want to release it half-baked like when when you first start working on a bit, you have a premise, you got kind of an idea where it's going. Of course, yeah, and then it eventually becomes a bit that you would put on a special, right? Yeah, and they get it halfway or a quarter, yeah. into that, and it looks shitty, and 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 it's or if it's done, if you're doing a bit that's complete, yeah, they it, it becomes old. Well, that was some of the things that people were saying about Louis. That the, the material's sloppy. It's not like his old stuff. But yeah, of he's course. working shit the, out. The old stuff you saw when it was done. Like, if you came to the store and saw him working on a set, like, a few years back, you would see the same kind of stuff. I got a couple comments like that when I put my last special out. They're like, well, he's doing the same stuff. Well, you came out to see me eight, ten months ago when I was working on it. Yeah. It's it's, it's, uh, something in process. They don't understand, though, because it seems like when you're on stage and you're It's coming off the top of your fucking head. And it seems like you're doing something that they can do. You're just talking. Oh, I know. You're just talking. I can talk. It's like there's no other art form like that where it's just talking. That's exactly right. Nobody yells at a concert. Nobody, sh- oh, that fucking, you know, I could play bass better than that jerk off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's stand up. people probably it, do. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, people have, you know, because people have made their friends laugh. Well, I, I think Seinfeld saw it in a book years ago because, you know, you make your friends laugh. Everybody's made their friends laugh, whether yeah. you're a comic or not. And you're like, oh, I can do that. I call people out when they look bored with me or they have their arms folded. <laughs> I go, do it. You got that smug look in your face. I know you could do this too, but you'd rather work at the fucking mattress factory 80 hours a week and making fucking $400. There's people out there working at the mattress factory right now listening to this going, man, fuck you, Nick DePaul. Yeah, well, fuck them. Whoa, hey, how about you just ignore the guy that's uh, I mean, $2,000 for a mattress, Joe? Looking Come weird. On. Well, I know, you something. make a mattress. How much could I pay you to make a mattress? <laughs> I don't know. What am I getting at probably the Comedy Palace fucking, tonight in San Diego? Probably, I'd have to pay you a lot of money to build me a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you said it. They got that look on their foam. face. 
You have to pay for the phone. Oh, that would be stitch easy. Stitch it all together. Get the fuck out of here. You think yeah, making be, a mattress would be easy? Oh, please. I get oh. farm laying all over the house. <laughs> Start with my wife's boobs. <laughs> oh, come on, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you get this coffee? It's fucking delicious. It's good. I think this is Black Rifle. Black oh, Rifle. I don't coffee. that name. It's racist. Oh, it's not. It's a gun metal. <laughs> it's a company of veterans. They make, See how they serious make excellent he got? coffee. They're it's good veterans? People. Yeah. Veteran owned. You, you support Black Rifle? Fuck yeah. Matt Flag. Veteran owned too. Good Veteran owned company. I got a flag they sent me uh, when I did the Afghanistan USO thing. Guy sent me a flag that they used in battle. Nice. You have it folded up and... Uh, I had it hanging, it. but then I made a gym out of my fucking whatever, so I don't know where it is. Well, you should probably find it. I should probably put it back up, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Sorry I brought that up. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, the Louis C.K. set, you know, was very similar, in my opinion, to all the shit that he did before he got in trouble. Very Absolutely. Similar. Very similar. Absolutely. The same kind of material, Absolutely. same way he does things. I mean, people forget that this is a guy who went on Saturday Night Live and did a joke about Pedophil pedophiles yeah. and about, you know, maybe we should like let them get away with it so they don't kill your kids. I mean, this <laughs> kind of, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up bit. But th he was the darling of the left back then, and so yes. he was allowed to get away with that. Yes. If he tried to do that same material, if he hadn't done that then and instead did that now, people would be fucking horrified. What is it, Joe, about offending women or today's feminists? What, they, they are at the, in my opinion, all this political correctness that we hate so much, shutting down, they are at the core of it. Well, people, we, the, 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 I say this, the, the zeitgeist of the times is like a, f a fat chick's emotion. Wow. Very sensitive. Uh, you can't, you can't cross them. Well, it's also because people are realizing now that they can make an impact. Like one of the things that I read, cause he's doing this thing in uh, Pittsburgh, he was doing the improv in Pittsburgh and this uh, lady who wrote the article wrote that he's making people put their cell phones in bags, much like comedians Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle and Joe Rogan do. She used my name, too. Do you do that? I've done it before, but I only did it when I was filming my Netflix special. So I didn't want people putting the material out right before I was releasing the special. And then afterwards, I decided it was too much of a pain in the ass. But the only reason why I was doing it, it had nothing to do with, she said, because they know words can offend. Yeah, that's And they not don't want the consequences. Right. Well, I'm going to put it on Netflix. Anyways, it's yes. going to be out to the public, it's you dope. It's offensive. It's gonna, if you're looking to get offended, go watch my Netflix special. There's plenty in there for you. But I, I need to be able to do it correctly. Like I'm, I'm, I want to work it out so that it has the maximum amount of laughs with the minimum amount of, of people getting it the wrong way. Right, so this—it's all about wording and setting it up right, and listening to it, and going. Maybe there's a better way, and you can't do that if somebody releases your shit. And so right. these people that don't know comedy and they're saying this, like you have no idea what the process is like. You just don't. And if you if you do, you would respect it and appreciate That's it. That's right. And the people that are comics that don't respect and appreciate the process, like That's fuck, where we are fuck now. Them, but it's just because people can make. An impact. They can have a reaction, just like the people yelling at her. You know that, that she said. She said, "Oh, my grandmother would be rolling over in her grave." Up, up, up! Say they in them. Say they in them. They're just trying to get a reaction from you. They're just trying to push buttons. They're just knowing that they can say something and they can have some sort of an impact. We're gonna get Louis C.K. banned from here. You know, we're gonna get Nick DiPaolo kicked out of this club. You can't come to this club. You talk negatively about women and women's empowerment, and that's dangerous to girls. I only get kicked out of one place and 
course, one of the best clubs in the country. What club? Denver Comedy Works. <gasps> you got kicked out of the Comedy Works? Like 20-something years ago. For what? Well, there was a bachelorette party ruining the middle guy's set, the, the MC set. And then I went up. My second time there, I think. That's a great club, great obviously. Club. And they started yelling shit out. Like, take off your shirt, you dick. Da, da. And I said, can we throw these fat cunts out? <laughs> and it turns out a fat cunt was running the club. So I was uh, kicked <sighs> out of it. Hey, well, that's how I feel, Joe. Well. I was thrown out because of my words. Well. And I get kicked out for smoking on stage at Rooster Tea Feathers. Those are the only two places? Yeah, I think. That was a long time ago, though, right? Oh, my. Smoking on stage? Oh, when yeah. When was the last time you smoked on stage? Oh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, the fat <laughs> black pussycat. Do you smoke still? Well, you say still. I just really started. I was, uh, I, I. I 15, 20 years ago, I was a social smoker because everybody right. the comedy seller, I'd be sitting across from a tell, breathing right. in his shit. And I'm like, I might as well put a filter in my mouth. And uh, so, you know, I'd have one or two. But then I, I really picked up the pace about a year ago. What the fuck it, is that? It keeps the pounds off. What? Joe, it's no Does more it? dangerous than steroids. It's not? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just know I like it. But, uh, do you? But, uh, how, how oh, you I do. Really? Oh, I do. Yeah. What kind do you smoke? Marlboro Lights. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's gentle. It, the lights. Well, I'll take cancer light. You get a light tumor. Yeah, you get a. How many are you smoking a day? Half a pack. Really? Dude, you're too smart for that. That's outrageous. Oh, Joe, please. You are. You can't kill me. It can't? Nah. Wow. My grandfather smoked Paul Malls, unfiltered, and camels. When so you he was think it's like a genetic thing? Yeah, you can't kill it to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, it's it, look. It's do I do you're it? Fifty six. Yeah, I do it. My act though, because my friends go, "Why would you start at this age?" And I go, "Why? Yeah. Would you, why would you start in your twenties so you could have, have ass cancer in your forties? I'm timing it out. Mm, I see. If, if a doctor tells me I have cancer in twenty five years, I'm going to kiss him on the lips. You see the looks on guys in their eighties? They look happy. They're like, "I wish I smoked when I was a fucking kid." <laughs> I knew you would have disapproved. Sad. Well, sad for you. Okay. Why don't you just chew? I did that get in college. Get your jaw removed. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather go. Those guys I, get the I'm very vain. I don't want to be that cancer. lady that looks like Popeye. Oh, oh. Uh, I used to smoke because I look. Yeah, I don't want to be that lady. broad. She was so cute when she was young. You ever see when? Yes. And then she turned into Popeye. Wow. With the, the voice and everything. But yeah, I'll, 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 I'll kick it. Eventually. Promise? Yeah. Eventually. You, you stop juicing. I'm not juicing. I take testosterone replacement therapy. Why do you? From a doctor. You don't need it. That's how I, you say I don't need it. That's why I don't need it. Because I do it. If I didn't no, do it, you, I would the look day like before a regular 51-year-old man. Excuse me. Trust me. If I get you on it, go to a doctor to get your hormone levels I'll checked. I'll do it tomorrow, checked. and I'll quit the cigarettes. Your body just works I'll better. quit the cigarettes. Okay, promise? Yeah. Okay. I do need it. I mean, I destroyed my shoulders playing football. And yeah? I have aches and pains, and uh, but, uh, you know, I'm five... Uh, Five nine and three quarters, two thirteen. That's not too bad. But that's you're a not thick bad. dude. You're thick. Well, it's you muscle. You got that uh, Italian thickness. Well, that's I work out. Density, bro. <laughs> I got those got shoulders. A lot of density. Um, but this is the biggest I've ever seen you. I've been working out a lot. Plus, I haven't been running because I, I had some stem cells shot into my knee. Oh, you really? Yeah, I've had some uh, meniscus issues, and. Um, I, I'm a fucking idiot. I can't let him sit. I, I, I'll, I've got stem cells before, and it felt good. And then I run, you know, miles in the hills every day. A week later, you can still after do the that. shots, I can't and do that. yeah, yeah. 
my yeah. knees. I have I have slight uh, arthritis in both knees. Yeah. Well, stem cells help, help that definitely does. There's there's a bunch of different things you could do to to help that before it gets real bad. But uh, one of the things they're doing in Panama, you know, I sent my mom down there to uh, Doctor Neil Reardon because he's uh, very good. Yeah. Do you know who he is? No. No. You don't know. He. I had him on the show with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson's dad was 92 when he went down there he was in a wheelchair he was all fucked up eight years and later he walked he's back. 100 years old he's fine like, he's 100? he's 100 eight years old that's what happens when you're 92 and you live eight more years thanks for doing the math <laughs> no that's what happens when you yell shit out you can you can say racist shit you get it off your chest and you live to your 100 well it's only the booze that makes him racist I know so what <laughs> fucking guy's my hero <laughs> fucking love mel gibson He's, has he ever made a bad movie um <laughs> i mean made it himself well he's been in maybe he's been a couple. in a few shit shit movies but that's a no. toxic masculinity right there. i liked apocalypto I that, was that was awesome great. i thought that was great a lot of people shit on that movie. that was right up your alley yeah i loved it yeah exactly uh, yeah, i'm i'm fascinated with that i thought culture. you co-produced it when i watched i wish i wish i was part no i loved that movie i i you know i think he's a he's a very intense very unusual eccentric guy like just being around him you you, you get this sense of his energy it's like it's, it's all over the place ah. like Riggs even from, now yeah even yeah, now yeah yeah from lethal yeah, Weapon. i don't have that like a lot of that i think probably came like that that character probably came from like the dark inner workings of mel gibson's mind you know, got really is you like you like that too though aren't you? i don't have that energy Remember Trump kept calling Jeb Bush low energy? Yeah. I was laying on the couch going, that's fucking me he's talking about. <laughs> I'm laying on the couch and I hear about somebody dying in an avalanche and I watch shit on TV and I laugh because I would never fucking be dropped off in a helicopter at the top of a mountain. To go snowboarding. Yeah. And Down then they the die. I'm laughing my balls off. I'm eating a bag of chips. Well, the one person he's never called anybody anything is Nancy Pelosi. And people are like, why hasn't he come up with a nickname for her yet? Yeah. You know? Oh, because you can't say cunt. That's going to cost him the election. <laughs> That'll cost him in 2020. Craig Fitzsimmons had a joke about that. He's like, it's countdown until Trump until calls Trump Hillary drops a cunt. A big C. <laughs> that thick ankle dog face. That's what I call Hillary. I don't even call her a cunt. Uh, what, what, what kind of a nickname, if you were going to help him, like if he hired you? Like, Nick, Pelosi? I need, I need a solid Republican comic to help me with my one-liners. What do you think? Uh, well, I call her on my show. I refer her to the... Uh, uh, the leathery nippled. Mm, that's too, too wordy. I we think need she was pretty good looking we need when she was catchy, back in her day. Like oh, Lion Ken, Ted. Well, okay, right? um, yeah. Fucking Naughty Nancy. What did he call Hillary? Crooked Hillary. Yeah. Crooked, Crooked Hillary. Hillary. Lion Ted. How about... Uh, Little Energy Jeb. How about uh, yeast infection no. in heels? No, 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 no. How about lying liberal... Hmm... Fuck stick. Do you know that she's worth a hundred million dollars? <laughs> yes, I do. We but she represents the little people, Joe. <laughs> she <laughs> represents the working class. You know, she has fucking walls around her mansion. Meanwhile, people are laying their own feces in San Francisco. <clears throat> well, that Laura Loomer chick, the chick that uh, handcuffed herself to Twitter, she hopped Nancy's fence and started setting up a, a like a, oh. a migrant camp on Nancy's lawn. <laughs> Did you see that? What happened? They kicked her out. What was the result? Illegal. She's doing something illegal. She's trespassing. I would say to Nancy, I'd be outside house going, this fence <laughs> is immoral. Mm, right. Build that wall or don't. I always think the wall's stupid when we have uh, machine guns and tanks and well, flamethrowers like I took the... You don't have to kill... I'm serious about this. You're going to laugh. Okay. And I... Because uh, you don't have to 
But seriously, I love how we rule out lethal force as far as protecting our border. That's not even on the plate. So, I, okay, it's too medieval to pick somebody off as they're climbing the fence. But, okay, use something less lethal. A super soaker filled with cat piss. Just <laughs> With a, a woman and her baby. Trying to come over here from Yes, Guatemala. that's who's coming over. Hit, hit it's not fucking mostly 20-year-old males. No, some leave the them. women and children, whatever. Just Let push them, them off the wall. What do you do to them? Send them back to where the fuck they came from. You have no uh, sympathy for those folks that are trying to come over here? The ones that are... Uh, we're, we're immigrant uh, yes, children. absolutely. Right? I mean, when did your parents come over? My grandparents. Grandparents, mine as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, at the turn of the century, like 1902, 1903. Yep. They should have stayed in Italy. You think? People should have stayed in Poland. The Irish should have stayed in Ireland. We would have no Nick DiPaolo. It would be great. You can't do this is an experiment that's not working, Joe. What? You got to admit. What the fuck is wrong with you? You Nick? watch these viral videos? It's I, not I working. I know you're joking around, but uh, kind of. I seem, I seem a little bit more dour. Oh, you know, previous, very dour. Previous no. conversations we've had. <laughs> I was faking it, Joe. <laughs> I was faking it. Trump was came along and fake. I said, I can say this shit. <laughs> Get this off the, my chest. The light and cheeriness. Remember my bit? I had a great bit about immigration. How it was like having a big party, but you had to contribute to the party. Remember the bit? It's one of my albums. The Irish brought the booze. The Italians that. brought the food. Oh, okay. Uh, now I, said, I, do, you know, I do remember that. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Mexican said, fuck it, we'll clean up afterwards. You know. Psst. Yeah, psst. People loved it. <laughs> And, uh, but no, I, I look, I defend Latinos all the time on my show. They're like Italians were at the turn of the century. Yes. Hard working. And when you watch the news and you see a lot of people dying, you know, fighting for us, a lot of Latino names in there. Oh, for sure. I'm a big fan. That's not the problem, you know. So, but I don't think you should be labeled a bigot if you believe in, you know, securing the borders and it's not immoral. How about all the heroin coming over? Is that a lie, too? I mean, well, you know how they're die. bringing that over there. Did you pay attention to the Chapo trial? They're bringing it a mostly in bit. cargo ships. Most of it's coming over in cargo Is ships. It? Yeah. So remember it, from the Sopranos? They said that eight out of ten cargo ships never get checked. Yes. Par- yes, I remember true. that. Apparently but, that's true. I was talking to a guy who was a longshoreman about that. He's like, they don't know what the fuck's in those things. I know. Isn't that creepy? It's One of them is going to blow up. That's the fucking. You put Shh, the, don't give them any ideas. They already have these ideas. They call me up and said, "That's not a bad idea." How did you get punched? Who? Why did that lady punch you? It was a twenty-year-old uh, bipolar girl. Oh. Uh, I was at Levity Live. I did a show. Came off stage, went into the green room for a few minutes, and then came back out. And I was standing to the left of the stage, and I, I don't always shake hands and do all that shit after the show. I just don't feel it's in the job description. Sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes I won't. But some people started coming up to me and shaking hands and taking pictures. And this guy approaches me, sort of look like you a little bit, uh, stands to my right. And he goes, can I get a picture? I go, sure. He stands to my right. I'm looking at him, talking to him. He's like, yeah, I enjoyed the show, but my daughter wanted to punch you in the face. He didn't even finish the word face. And I get suckered from this. I didn't even know she was in the fucking room. All of a sudden, Bam. Whoa. And I mean, bam. I mean, fucking, you know, I was, <laughs> I don't know if you ever get fucking suckered. Uh, I could feel the eye closing immediately, you know? And I looked right at him. This is how good my instincts were. Even when I was in shock, I go, did you just fucking set me up? No, it's nothing like that, man. He didn't jump in and he didn't jump in and, and, and go to his daughter. What are you doing? You know, it was kind of, I, to this day, believe it was complicit. Uh, he was complicit in it. But uh, what did she I'm do still pursuing she it. 
What did she do? Yeah. She, I, I finally looked at her. I go, why? Why'd you fucking? Why'd you do that? Because you're mean. She thought I was racist and sexist. Meanwhile, there was a table of black people, Dominican. It was a very diverse crowd. Absolutely loved it. Coming to my defense after that happened. Nobody wow. got offended. Even a friend of mine who's seen me a million times, because you weren't even being that political that night. That's She had a Birkenstocks on and, you know, yeah. bipolar. And, and, and uh, I'm still pursuing it. And the guy didn't apologize, nothing? He was, he didn't apologize, but he, I said, you just fucking said, no, I didn't, man. It's, it's nothing like that, you know. I, he said, I shouldn't have brought, here, brought her here. But you did. You weaponized your bipolar daughter is what you did. I believe they sat down at the table before they left the house. He knows what I did for comedy, and he, he hated it. He didn't have the balls to do it himself. You think? Yeah. That's well, what I think. Look at you. You worked so, up. So I'm going to work with those kettlebells before I leave here, and I'm going to find this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to get you on a bike and get you to burn off some energy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Coffee. It might be. This that is my rifle coffee. I love this veteran shit. Veteran-owned coffee. It's very potent. I want to contribute. Well, I'll get anything you some. veterans do. I got some bags for you. I'll get you some. It's great stuff. But yeah, so the fucking hike. You had the funniest. This is what's funny about it. For years, people tell me to, you know, keep your temper in check. And blah, blah, blah. You know, you'll fuck up your career. You don't, blah, blah, blah. I've been hearing that for years. After this happened, they're all going, why didn't you hit her back? Why didn't you? I, I, you, you texted me like the next day or that night. I can't remember. And you said, uh, <laughs> you go, this made me laugh for five minutes. You go, Joe goes, I thought Joe was going to go. Good thing you didn't hit her back. Joe goes, I would have fucking leg whipped her. <laughs> Which made me laugh so hard because she's this frail thing, and if you leg whipped her, you would have taken her legs clear off like a helicopter blade. I was belly laughing for five. You leg whipping this leg kicker. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would have said. Whip. I thought you said, "Okay, well, excuse me." Well, you gotta um, can't let someone punch you. The, the real problem is like someone can even really a girl. Damage, yeah, I saw you in the parking really lot. Really hurt your eye. That clip of you in the park. Well, I have a permanent dent yeah. in my face. Yeah. You can see it. I have a permanent dent. I don't know if she had a ring on. Really? There's a little dent there. Yeah, like, she like probably a, had a ring on. Yeah, you, someone could hit you I in the eye went and down, you lose. Joe. Good for you. That would have been embarrassing. You you could lose your vision. I mean, that's 100% possible. It happens uh, to people all the time. I had a slight concussion. She really fucking fl- caught me flush. <sighs> I'm not shocked, especially if you didn't know it was what, coming. You, what would you have done? I don't know. I hope I wouldn't have done what I think I would do. I know, because you could lose a lot of sh- I know you get insurance for that. And, the, my, the real problem is when you're not thinking. When you get hit, and then you immediately respond. That's a real problem. Because, look, you've seen that video of that giant six-foot-five guy who punched that 11-year-old girl in the face. Yes. She so had it coming. She well, she definitely shouldn't I'm, have I'm walked up to him with his with her, fist, with her fist up, up, and she definitely shouldn't have pushed him first. But he definitely shouldn't have punched her in the face. His big giant fucking guy. I know. Yeah, with a nice shot. You don't want you don't want to punch a girl. You don't want to hit a girl. And I didn't. And you don't you don't want to go into that reptilian part of your brain either that just responds to being assaulted. Oh, that was killed. That's very dangerous. I saw you. That remember that clip years ago? You in the parking lot. And the, the comedy store arguing some broad. Oh, that feminist lady. And she I was thought, just mean. I thought you were going to. Well, they're all. I was they, trying they, to be they're nice very, to her. The meanest people on the earth. I was nice to that lady for a long time until she's finally <laughs> telling me she's going to she's gonna get, hit me with her cigarette. I'm like, listen, you're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was watching go, what's going to happen next? But it's just so stupid that people think they can get away with things like that. Well, you know, they like can, the apparently. World, I mean, if you were in, alone in a parking lot with that girl and she punched you in the face like that. What if I even fucking croaked yeah. her there? What yeah. if I hit? I said this, and I've been making this point. You want true gender equality? Yeah. If we had it, I could have fucking knocked her the fuck yeah. out, and everybody went. You know what? She had it coming. Yes. We all went home. Well, there would have uh, been. That's not the world we're living in right now, so Joe. Devi- you showed amazing restraint in not hitting her back because I wasn't drinking. And what? Oh, what if you were drinking? I would have. 
probably wrestled her. At least cuffed her? Yeah. Like a, a I've been in two fair slap? Yeah. Yeah. I would have gave her from behind though a dirty one. Oh, a dirty one. Yeah, I would have came from here. <clears throat> you ever see that? You ever see that video? There's a there's a kid, uh, a black kid, walking down the street, and some black neighbor, and he's rapping or some shit. And this black kid walks up from behind like in a wife beater, and winds up from his asshole with an open hand. <laughs> it would blow your ears out if you had the headphones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I. Uh, I was proud of myself, and that's why I was laughing after the incident. Uh, people I know who've been telling me, you know, you know, to cool it or whatever, you should keep you. Uh, they were all like, "Yeah, shut up, fucking body slam." <laughs> <laughs> My aunt's like, "You should have fucked her up." Uh, so, I was so proud of myself for, for once that I was, you know, I was the the adult in the room, and I, I, I you know, I know, in the times we're living in. It wouldn't matter the circumstance if it, toxic masculinity. If if I croaked her, well, um, I, don't I don't know, man. If somebody punches you and you punch him back, I don't know what the fucking rules are. About oh, I that. do. I, I mean, she's obviously very small. That yeah. would have been a real problem because she's small. But you shouldn't be fucking hitting people. Now, what you said you were working on it, like you're still in the middle of it. Like, what's going on with it? Uh, yes, I uh, I'm pursuing it, and they. It's just so you can tell they don't give a fuck. the The <clears throat> DA was a woman in that county, and now she's off the case for some reason. They shuffled the, um, but they went. They you know it should be assault or aggravated assault, but of course you can't go because if you don't get that, I can't sue her civilly. If I lost that, it would hurt my case. So at least that's the logic they were telling me. So they're trying to get her with like second degree harassment, and now they're. There's a new woman on the case, and she said they, they're making her go to, you know, anger management and because uh, she has mental issues. And uh, I'm not looking for money. I just want to make an example of her. So, but why, you know? don't, why not pursue it as assault? It's clearly assault. I know. Well, you tell me. So is your lawyer's the, decision to not pursue it that it's way? Not, no. Uh, nobody, first of all, nobody wanted to take the case because I'm fine. Really? Yeah. They're like, uh, wow. your sight's not fucked up, you're not in a wheelchair, you're not, but yeah. I give lawyers that's, credit for that much. They're honest. It's all about the money. But that's crazy. But I found the guy, this guy, Andrew Funk, who's a lawyer, who was a, a Marine, and I said, to, he, he contacted me, and he put me in touch first with a Russian woman who, who took about three of my calls, and she got tired because there was no money involved, and he, he hooked me up with another guy, uh, another lawyer, who right now I'm dealing with, but... Um, yeah, they were all right up front that the, the, if there's no money involved and you're not permanently, you're not going to, you know. But I just, I, I don't want money. And this guy sort of agreed with me. This Andrew Funk guy is a Marine. He just wants to make an example. Right. She said I was racist and sexist, you know. Uh, so I just want to make an example. I'm not looking for money, but her, it's her father that really pisses me off. She's nuts. How old is this she? This broad's nuts. Like 20, 21. Goes to school in upstate New York. So she's not that nuts. She lives on her own. But it's the fucking old man. That was complicit in it. I think he actually used her as, as like a weapon that night. It seems like it would be way harder to prove yes. that she was that he was complicit yes. than it would be to I agree. prove that she punched you. No, I agree. Did she apologize ever? Never. She 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 ran up uh, into the lobby, which is where you, normally where you take pictures with fans, and she 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 put her head on the table and was crying after she realized what she'd done or whatever. You know, they took her to like a psychiatric hospital. Jesus so they're saying, Christ. well, you know, you know, so I, I just want to make an example of her. That's all. I, I, I don't, I'm not looking for, but, but, uh, you know, that's ridiculous. And the next time I will hit back. You think? Yeah. Don't. 
No. No. Wait a minute, Joe, you're confusing me now. It's too little. Well, give me a kick that would, would just like hurt her ovaries. What? <sighs> all three go, of them go for uh, a knee go for a knee <laughs> knee to the pussy would, would be how you damage i don't want to lose my knee um, <laughs> i just would say don't hit her but man, i'm you not get gonna the, hit her the, the i problem, wasn't raised that no, way I mean, even in the ever. future if somebody does that, no i'm not i would i, I would never well you've been proven stabbing it. or gun you prove it because you haven't done it you didn't do it. You had the, the ultimate opportunity. Somebody actually hit you, and you didn't hit them back. It's one of my proudest moments. Yeah, you should be, should be proud of that. I've really, been in amazing. Uh, you ever get into it with a fan or somebody in the audience? No, I've been in twice. One time at the comedy store, a guy threw a drink at me. Holy <coughs> shit! Yeah. And how did you restrain yourself? Um, I don't remember. I essentially invited him to get killed. <laughs> How'd you I do said, that? Come on, come on up here. Come on up here. I'll show you what's up. You Who throw would a fucking throw a drink at you? Some asshole. There's him and his dad. They were heckling everybody before the show. Um, before I got on stage, rather. They were heckling everybody. This was a long time ago. It's probably 2003, 2004. <clears throat> and, uh, but he knows who you are, and he yeah, knows you're- Yeah, he's just a pussy. He just, he just threw it my way. You know? He wanted to get famous. Well, he didn't even want to get famous. There was no social media back then, not, not oh. to speak of. People weren't getting famous <laughs> or things like that. You could put it in the paper. He's just a drunk asshole who was interrupting <laughs> comedy. <clears throat> and the comedy store back then had zero um, protection. There was yeah, no nobody police in the no room. Cloud, crowd room, right? No, no crowd. crowd crowd control at all. But yeah, it's fucking. It's an issue with people. They're drinking, right? And especially if you get crazy people that are drinking, you know, weird stuff can happen. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's just you know people that don't have respect for performers too they don't have respect for what you're doing that it's difficult and if they disagree with you they think they're disagreeing even if if it's just a joke you don't even know where the joke is going they'll interrupt and they'll yell stuff out and they've just no no regard for the forum that you're in the fact there's hundreds of other people that are there to see you it's about their mind and their selfish notion that they want to get out right away and they and they have no idea how little it takes to throw off the balance of the room Oh yeah, just a slight confrontation. Just yeah. see, just telling somebody to shut up, and all of a sudden, like you're the bad guy. And a lot of times, it's somebody right up front, so they can't hear. Yeah, you know. And then it looks like you're just mm. scolding somebody for no reason. Yeah, I've had that too. And I'm super sensitive. Somebody farts in the fifty second row, I can hear it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I just have that, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I've learned. I've, I've, I've tuned into the crowd. I've fixed. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, because you do. You study what's going on. Uh, you read their faces and whatnot, and I'm really good at it. And fucking, if I see one person laughing out of 600, I'm not laughing. Yeah, you've always been like <laughs> no, that. No, but I fixed it. I fixed it. Fix I fixed it years ago. Well, after about 12 clubs, I said, listen, you got to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But you know what? Mm. I am so much better. And, and, and not hitting her approved it. I, now yeah. I... I uh, I had a brawl breakout that had nothing to do with me at Gotham a couple of years ago. What was it about? Two tables were fighting amongst each other. Oh, I heard about this. It was hilarious. Talk about hitting a girl. I just stood on the stage. I, I love it. I felt like Lenny Bruce. So, comics have a lot of punk in us, you know. I, but I didn't start this. The fucking brawl breaks out. I'm watching it. Two tables, girls and guys involved. There's a girl in the middle with her fists up like she took three fucking... Tybo classes. Tybo classes. <laughs> She's, and she takes a swing and hits one of the bouncers. Ugh. I watch this other bouncer come across the room and drop her like a fucking used rubber. I mean, hit her like a, she was a guy. Really? Oh, my God. I don't know how this guy didn't do jail time. 
But these broads, this is what this feminist movement has taken them. Now they jump in. Every time you see a fight at a football game that stands, there's women involved and shit. They really fucking think, I'm sorry, but legislation, you can't fucking legislate the, the DNA out of us. And uh, they're always in the middle of it. You notice that? A lot of fucking broads think they can duke it out now. Well, there are a bunch right? that have a delusional Not all, idea. But yeah. yeah, they've seen too many Wonder Woman movies. Well, exactly. Yeah. They've been brainwashed. Well, there's a lot of people in general that think they could go around punching people. Like, how about the, all these uh, Antifa dorks that are uh, Yeah, at least show your fights. face. Well, they're, they're not only that. They're starting fights with people, and they have zero idea how to fight. They, they're swinging at people. Did you see the one guy? A guy <laughs> swings at this guy with a bat yeah. or with a baton. The guy uh, catches the baton, baton and beats. punches him in the face and KOs him, <laughs> and his head snaps back, and his head bounces off the concrete when he falls down. It's awful to watch. Like, what the fuck made you think you could just hit a man with a stick because you guys disagree with each other? Yeah. And and you're right. When they interview them after, a lot of times they not even after a fight, but they interview some of these NTV. They sound like almost swishy. Yeah, some of them swishy, like homosexual. That's what you're saying. No, yeah, I wouldn't feminine. go that far. Weak. A feminine. Well, they're, they want to become a... Look, look. The Antifa is just like any other group of people. They, 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 they give you a community, whether it's a gang or whether it's a, what, what, a criminal organization or what, you know, what, whatever it is. People fall in line with the sensibilities of that organization and then you do what you can to support that organization sure. to show that you're a valued member and then, you know, you start wearing their fucking ski masks and hitting people with sticks and everybody's proud practicing karate in the park because they think they're going to be able to defend themselves. <laughs> right. The whole thing is ridiculous. but Because their life has no value outside of that. Well, isn't it weird right? to you that, look, my parents were hippies, and when I grew up, I always thought that people on the left were peace-loving. That, that was what the, 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 the knock was. They were yeah. peace-loving, well-educated. But you're seeing now people on the left, like these certain factions of them, not all of them, but are people that are calling for violence. They're violent pacifists, yeah. ironically. Yes. Yeah. Well, they don't want to do it themselves, but they're calling right. for other people to do right. it. Right. Yeah. Right. They're calling for people Ultimate to get punched. Cowards. Like that kid with the MAGA hat, like Reza Aslan Ron. Have you ever seen a more punchable face? Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you saying, yeah. man? You know, it's like this extreme lack of empathy for young people, too. Like, young people that, that don't fall in line with their ideas, they don't give a fuck. They're right. like, fuck that kid. Punch him. Throw him in jail. Lock him up. It's just like, it's, there's a lack of empathy and a lack of thought behind it. It's, it's very... And social media is only throwing gas on that. Yes. And then you got these Russian accounts that are firing this up on both sides, that are attacking from the left and the right. I think that's a way bigger issue than people think. I think these these troll farms and these people that are setting up these fake accounts and just getting people Maybe. riled up. Maybe. I think there's a lot of fucking lemmings out there. And a lot of people oh, just- Christ, yeah. They fall into these arguments. Like, how many people do you know that get involved in Twitter arguments and then they they, they stew with those arguments all day? They keep checking their mentions. They get oh, yeah. heavily involved with that. If someone can get you involved in that, like if the Russians can get a group of dummies involved in that kind of dispute, they could literally change- the way people are interacting with each other. They're making the interactions more aggressive, more violent. So you think it's the Russian? I think it has something to do with it. I think yeah. there's a polarization between the left and the right, period. But I think they are definitely They're throwing gas it. on it. Yeah, this, this thing that I was reading, or the, listening to rather, this uh, Sam Harris podcast, very fucking interesting because they're, they're talking about the, what we actually know about the data and where it's coming from and who, how these people are doing this and how they're setting these things up. Yeah, that guy, the comic that you and I talked about, mm -hmm. um, 
again, that clip of this Russian who's a former KGB guy who defected to this country explaining how it works. Mm, back in the yeah, 80s. Yeah. Explaining exactly how it works. And what he was saying, this is 30-something years ago, 35 years ago, is going down exactly the way he explained right. it. And Putin is a KGB you know? guy. Oh, Christ, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's... This idea that Trump's working with him is fucking silly well i don't know about that i, I don't think he's working with them to undermine democracy but i definitely think they've got some business dealings i mean they were offering well, him yes, the trump, but that's not illegal the penthouse and trump that's power. not illegal none of that is illegal don't take that from me take that from alan dershowitz i don't he's smarter than both of us i'm not saying it's illegal but i don't think that he was honest about that he said i don't do any dealings with russia i don't have any business with russia and he definitely did that's just not true well we'll see we'll see that's what the targeting they're not going to get him for anything. You don't think so? No. You think he's going to just... Well, maybe impeachment, but I don't even on on what case... I don't even know what they get him. High crimes and misdemeanors. I don't I don't know what, what he's done. To talk about building a tower in Moscow is not illegal. Or to have business. And what, he, what did he lie about specifically? Well, there's a lot. Like I what? Mean, we could pull it up. Let's, let's find out all the things. Well, what do you got to go to salon.com? Or? No, you can go to a million different websites. Well, I know. I mean, well, but okay, which ones are telling the good? We, we just established website. that the, the fucking social media tilts left. So Yes, social media does. We're yeah. not talking about pulling up social media pages. What are you pulling up? I don't know. Washington I'm Post? Ask. I'm, go, I'm, like, I'm not a Trump scholar. I, haven't, I don't no, I have at my disposal all the different times that he lied, but it's a lot. So what do you think is going to happen to him? You think they'll impeach him, you mean? No. Or no, he'll resign or what? I don't know. Look, I'm not. I'm not claiming to be any sort of an expert in legal proceedings. I have no idea. Me either. That's why happen. I quoted Dershowitz. Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, isn't Dershowitz working with Trump? No, Giuliani is. Oh, that's right. Dershowitz Another is old the. Dumb guy. I always go to Dershowitz because he's Trump, a fucking lib. Trump averaged 15 inaccuracies oh, and mistruths a day yeah. in 2018, What's almost th- triple the rate from a year before. Okay, but hold on a second. What's the in- inaccuracies and mistruths? It's a European paper. Yeah, but isn't that a little odd? 15 a day? No, because I don't know who's making that claim. I don't okay. know the Let's, exact 15 inaccuracies. Oh, you you doubt that it's true? You think that's all a lie? That he just made up the fact that he lies a lot? Lies about what? First of all, it's a definition of a lie. I don't know. Let's see. It says Washington Post, who they hate, uh, who hates Bezos. Yeah, who absolutely Uh, hates. The president made one thousand nine hundred eighty-nine such claims in two (laughs) thousand eighteen. By the last day of two thousand eighteen, you're going to the Washington Post. That's okay, my but, point. But what? But let's what, see what it says. I mean, they can't lie. The total figure has risen to <laughs> seven thousand six hundred. So you think they just made up all these of lies? Of course, not all of them. I'm sure. But you could you could go back with Hillary and mm. fucking count. You could go to uh, go to Fox News and then put all, pull up an article of how many times Hillary was inaccurate. Do you know what a whataboutism is? A whataboutism? Yeah, when someone talks about something and instead of refuting it with facts, they go, "Yeah, well, what about Hillary? What about Bill? Bill did it too. What about this? What about but, that?" Are you that's gonna a, you're gonna tell me? Uh, that's what I just committed. That was a what about? Because you were saying that Hillary k- lied. But you both agree. But you're making my point. You're going me, to the Washington me, Post. Okay, well, that's just Jamie pulled up the Independent. No, I, I, we okay. could go. We could go anywhere. But hold on a second. Yeah, look, I'm with you. I think Hillary's a liar. I think she deleted thirty thousand emails. I right. think it's criminal. I think the right. the Clinton Foundation's a a, a fucking fully illegal organization. But, I think they but, rigged the DNC. I think they 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 rigged the primaries right. against right. Bernie. I'm with you. I'm not a supporter. No, I'm, I'm not saying you are, but when's the last time somebody made a statement like that and, like and said this many inaccuracies when Bill Clinton was in office? Or, well, I don't think he lied or, as much. Or, or Hillary I'm sure, or whatever. I'm sure there was some inaccuracies, but first of all, when Bill Clinton was in office, they weren't- Did they count Obama's? 
I don't know, but that's a whataboutism. You know what I'm saying? We're just talking about mm. Trump. You were saying that Trump doesn't lie. And they're saying he lies. I'm not saying he doesn't lie. I'm just first of all. You said what does he lie about? No, first of all, you know, I I like to know the definition of a lie. If he misstates something, do you think he does it accidentally? I'm sure sometimes when you're talking that much. Okay, so if he lies one thousand nine hundred times, give me an example (laughs) of a blatant. Yeah, that's fucking. It's Washington Post. It's horseshit. I don't know. I do. You think I it's watch all it all lies? The Not Washington all of all it. He's okay. a, he, no, he's a bullshitter for sure. Yes. But 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 so to take mean, him, Joe, would you argue that they haven't been trying to take him down since he came down that fucking escalator? How about the deep state? How about the how about the fucking dossier? What? Why is it? And anybody wait, wait, not what, being, what does that mean? The dossier. What dossier? The fake dossier, Christopher Steele, that they used to get the the, the, the FISA Explain application. Explain to people what they're what you're talking about. I so. just did. They know no, what no, I'm no, talking no. about. No, 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 no. They don't. They don't because I don't know. What do you mean? The dossier, the fake dossier. Remember they said. Do you they know had, what he's talking about? They had yes. They had. You have Hold to on. know this, so you're being willfully ignorant. No, no I don't know. The, the, Nick, Nick, I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm explaining. Hold on a second. Do you know? Do you, I've heard these are terms. I've heard yes and this stuff. But I you don't, don't know the full extent. Yeah, of the story. yeah the, well, this is what I'm talking about. This is as big a story as anything Trump has done. What is the story? The steel dossier that uh, Hillary used. They went to. You had to get a, a, a application from the FISA courts, and they went. They used uh, DNC opposition. Christopher Steele, who's a British guy, had connections in Russia. Remember when they said Trump was at a hotel and watching girls peeing on each other? Yes, that was all in the Steele dossier. Christopher Steele is his okay. name. They used that in their application to get a FISA warrant to spy on Trump during his campaign. That's fact. That's not me being a right winger. That is fact. Okay. So, but the fact that. That like that you don't know that. No, I remember that now. Oh, that that's what I'm yeah. talking about. But you that's you a big just... story as Trump, you know, lying about the number of people at his inauguration. I, I wanna know the I I wanna know a lie from Trump that's uh equal uh Equal in power is like when Obama said that you know, lied about health care, that you could keep your health care and all that. Give me an example of Trump with that big of a lie. Well, listen, I told you. I'm he not does a, lie. I'm not he saying he doesn't. All, all presidents lie. All politicians lie. I'm, so I'm just saying they start to count it when Trump took over. They started keeping, you know, well, because keeping it's statistics. So egregious. Well, like what? Give me an example. Like, like, look, we just showed you all the numbers that the Washington from Post provided. From the Washington provided. Post. So if I give you another example, you're going to say, oh, that's yeah, well, from if this you go or that's from If you go to salon.com. Well, we won't go to salon.com. All right. Well, go, go to, I don't know what you We've go to. We've gotten more done than any other administration. Okay. This is a lie. So true. Blah, blah, blah. See, now, so, if somebody a says see that's a says. lie... Well, let's see what it says. Jamie, go back to it. What are you doing? But who's saying that's a lie? You well, know? let's see. Let's see. <laughs> you, okay. Let's see what All it right. says. Jesus Christ, you're so defensive. It's like, do you work well, for the organization? No, I don't, but you're putting... You, you, I'm saying what you're it's, using I'm the Washington Post. No, this isn't the Washington Post. Well, what is it? In this the, is the Independent. Oh, the NBC! <laughs> Okay, NBC. Okay, so everything is bad. Look, man, I'm just reading what's in front of me. I know, and I'm just... You're uh, so emotional about this. It's ridiculous. I have four cups of coffee in me, We should have had two. Huh? Oh, please. Look you at know you. I'm right. So, I don't know the you're media, right. That's what we're talking about Are you going to tell me you don't know that the mainstream media hates Trump? They are do. You gonna, I do. Well, then I, why I agree. Would you, why would you put your fucking... Because I want to know if, you whether back, or not they are saying well, what, it, what is... Fa- stop, stop doing that, Jamie. Go back to where it was. You can't go... Says Trump... Later said that yeah. he intended the UN moment to garner a laugh, but has repeated this claim seriously since. 
Okay, so he says Which that my, strip, the, my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of the country. So this is just that's an, this that's falls an into him being a bullshitter. That's right? hyperbole, right? And people were laughing when he said that. Right. And so he was saying that he meant to say it as a laugh. Okay, uh, there are Hardly. varying measures of success. But it's not true that his administration has been more successful than any other administration in history. When it comes to legislation, Trump has signed plenty of bills in his first two years as president. Mm. But Barack Obama in his first two years has significantly more, signed significantly more. Okay, this is just one thing. I mean, I'm sure there's many, many other things that Absolutely. you could keep going over and over again. I'm, I'm with you I'm in not that saying he's not a bullshitter, but I'm just saying okay. all of a sudden they keep score when, when Trump. Because he's no it's more a of a fun thing than- to keep score of because he lies so much. Well, who's keeping who was keeping score when fucking Hillary was Secretary of State? Well, it's a or different Senator thing in Washington, Secretary of State, and I don't know how much she lied as opposed to how much he lied. Her lies, lies are a lot bigger. There's about her fucking server and about the Steele dossier. That that is huge. That is getting undercovered like nobody's been. That that dwarfs Watergate when they unmasked General Flynn. That 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 dwarfs Watergate. Mm, that's an interesting com- uh, conversation. I don't it know is. if that's the truth. I don't know enough about Watergate. All right, but and I don't that's know enough opinion. about that either. Okay, is it the coffee going on here? Well, yeah, I'm Why fucking it strung out. Can we, can we move what, what, away since when you get afraid political? of an emotional guy? I'm fucking it's not nuts. emotional. It's just I'm just. But you're, well, you're acting you, as if I'm against you. You're and I'm not, not against me. Even if you were, that would be fine. But you, I'm not. You're not against me. But I'm just saying to call Trump a bigger lie than the fucking every other politician is an exaggeration. I don't know by if the it mainstream is. media who hates his guts. I think most politicians are liars. I think they're Absolutely. just they're accustomed <laughs> to doing that. But I think the way he lies is unusual. <laughs> I think it's the numbers Twitter, are unusual. It's just an unusual. He's, you don't think so? He. He exaggerates, like statements like that mm-hmm. is an exaggeration, although he did do a lot in his first couple of years, would never get credit for it, you know, unless you watched Fox News, you're not going to, but, um, would, but you, the, would you agree that as you get older, you become more like more conservative? No, I was always a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tattoo of Nixon on my ass. Hold on, let me show you. I thought it was four. Yes, no, I would say that was, that's a, what do they say about if you're young, you know, if you're young and conservative, you have no soul. No, no heart. And if yeah, you're no. old and, and liberal, liberal, you have stu- no mind. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I, w- I would say uh, that's true, but I could always detect the bullshit, you know, I mean, I mean, I remember watching CNN in an airport when I first started comedy, and that's like 1988, you know, and getting excited at some of the shit. Well, it's interesting because... Uh, I don't disagree with you on everything, and I love you as a person. You're a great guy. I like you a lot. Always happy to see you. But yet, you and I here get a little heated That's talking good. about this stuff. But this is politics. This is how divisive politics are. If even a person like but me, but I would never, I would never fucking, uh, I would never leave here going. I don't want to do that show again. No, I, no, I hate sure. Joe. Ro- I, I've known each other for great. We've known each other for thirty years. Yeah, you know, it's not, that's not the problem. What I'm saying is, I'm just using it as example of how divisive politics. Oh, absolutely. Are. When people talk, but I'm about not afraid things. of it. No, you know, you know what I mean. A lot of people are right. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid of it. A lot of people are afraid of bad vibes and bad feelings. They, and this is <laughs> yes, one of the things. Are. But this is one of the things that makes people toe the line. Right. This the fear of this kind of altercation, the fear of this kind of like you don't want that from inside your party, so you right. you start right. using they and them, 
you start thinking that everyone should be able to use any bathroom that they feel like they identify with. You start go- you start going along the line. It's one of the more interesting things about politics is that if you tell me that you are Republican, I can kind of guess your stance on God. I can kind of guess your stance on being pro-life, or pro-choice, yeah. Second Amendment rights. It's like all those things sort of fall in line. And it's very interesting. It's very interesting how you, you sort of adopt uh, not you, but people sort of adopt uh, a whole group of things when you decide you're a Republican or you right. decide you're a Democrat. Right. I don't, but see, I don't think I fall into that. Um, how do you feel uh, about guns? Do you got any? What? Got any guns? Yeah. How many you got? One. Just one? Yeah. I, I'm not a big gun guy. Uh, as far as abortion, uh, I'm I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say pro-choice, but I'm not. I'm not pro-life. One of the big reasons is if you like, I got a dad who's dying of Alzheimer's. Watching him, it's the saddest thing. If I could kill him tomorrow and put him out of his misery, I would. I think you could take him to Oregon. The states that allow that. There's states uh, that uh, allow people to. Um, I think. Can uh, I go over state lines five. with them? Is it like taking yeah, a teenage no, no, girl over uh, state? No, there was a girl <laughs> who was dying of cancer who uh, went to Oregon for that very reason. Yeah, they're, um, Oregon is one of those. Uh, I want to. I might be saying it wrong, but I think the idea is a, a right to a dignified death. No, you're right. Just read about. It. Yeah. Um, look, man, the idea that you're supposed to just keep staying alive until your fucking heart stops beating it's when you're silly. in horrible pain. And silly. It's 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 evil. You can't, don't do it to your. I had to put my dog down. Okay, I love this dog. I've had him, had him for 13 years. No. I had to put him down because he couldn't walk anymore. What do you do? Chuck him out? No, I brought him to a a place you know they, they actually came to my house actually and they, they put him down sad shit but but you can't do that for a, a 98 year old man who's falling apart you have to let him eventually stop breathing right you know it's which oh, is it's sad horrible. all the rights should go out the window that should be your first right it's yeah. your goddamn life yeah. yeah so that's why i couldn't be like pro choice a uh, pro you know pro, pro life. life or yeah. whatever uh and that and i got girls pregnant when i was younger and i was glad there was a planned parenthood Whatever right. it was, yeah. Or the guy in the alley with the stick. I, <laughs> I think his name was Dave. <laughs> long as but I, so I don't. But in showbiz, Joe, it, it, you know it is in showbiz because it's a pretty liberal business. If if you're like if you're uh, right on two of ten issues, right. you're, like, you're like a fucking Nazi, right? You know what I mean? Well, I get so. called alt right adjacent. It's my favorite. Oh my god, they keep coming up with. Yeah. Well, you can't call me alt right because I'm pretty left wing on most yeah. things. Yeah. They call so they call me alt right adjacent. Probably because I have people like you on. Now I'm going to be more alt right adjacent. Because you, because isn't that silly? <laughs> you have me on to you know your listeners probably you know like you're like listen to this guy. I don't agree with anything. That should be a feather in your cap, and they're going to hold that against you. Yeah, it's which weird. is silly. Well, you know, it's not rational. But again, it's people trying to have an effect on you. They're trying to have an effect. They're trying to make some waves, trying to do something. They're writing blogs or creating videos, but they're doing it to try to put pressure on you. It's interesting, though. It's weird. It's weird from a psychological perspective. You're looking at it from the outside. You know, it's it's uh, dis- it's disconcerting when it's happening to you, but when you you could step back and look at it, like it's interesting. It's like these systems are opposing each other, and they're they're trying to figure out where the weaknesses are and how to how to push to affect the other side. Yeah, and and, and it's not and it's not just left right. You know, uh, it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. So you know, what was the book I read? Um, What's the place where they go to meet every year? Bohemian Grove. 
Bilderberg Group? Bilderberg Group. That was one of my favorite books, The Truth About the Bilderberg Group. And um, what goes on there and the powerful people that meet. And mm. uh, people always say, yeah, there's probably 10 guys in a room that run the whole fucking, well, okay, but just show me them. Until then, I'll stay in the left-right fight and have fun. Right. The idea is that there's <laughs> 10 guys that control everything, and they don't give a fuck if it's left or right. They're just about money. It's yeah, and but the, left, it's, right the, the Rockefellers were involved, yeah. and and they. But it's weird they, that was really creepy. They planned shit out decades ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they planned out education. Yeah, decades ahead though, mm-hmm. and, and and it comes true. Like they write a sitcom script that that lasts for fifteen years with, with plot points. It, it was that book was incredible. I can't remember the author's name, but um, yeah. But I don't I don't I don't mind. I used to sit at that table at the comedy cellar. That's how Tough Crowd came about. <laughs> Me and Patrice yelling at each other about racial shit. <laughs> Tough Crowd was a great fucking show, but I really am worried that you couldn't have a show like that. I today. know you should be. Yeah. Now, now I'm, let me ask you, and I'm not taking left, right, but who would be to blame for that? That that's why I lean right, and I think, and you do in some areas. You're in a, I mean, you're an artist. You're a stand-up. I cannot be. I cannot vote with a party that is for censorship. Right. And and for groupthink. Did we ever find out what's going on with Dennis Prager? Did we get a, a line on that? Is that still bothering you? No, no. I just I'm, I, it does bother <laughs> me because I like the guy. He's I mean, great. He's. I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but yeah. he seems like a very nice guy, and I like Adam. I do too. Both those guys. It, 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 there's a lawsuit. He's bringing a lawsuit that uh, they think it's going to go a long way. There's because they were labeling his show as hate speech. Maybe it's back up or whatever, but I know that story. You can find that anywhere. There's a real concern that the ideologies behind these tech companies all go in one direction and they have the overwhelming control of the narrative because of the fact yes. that they're all what we're, where we're getting all of our information. Most people are getting it on their phones. Most people are getting a lot of their media on their phones. The, the Netflix said something like 50% of the people that watch my special watch it on a phone. That's amazing. I mean, that's crazy that people are... So the, all this stuff is coming from these tech companies. Doesn't that, doesn't that kind of bother you that it's the phone? Because when I hear that, not that it matters with my specials, but um, uh, when I picture somebody watching something on a phone, you don't have their full attention. They're doing other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to sitting in front of their computer True. or their TV. Yeah. Does that kind of bug you? You put all that work into it, and they're, they're on the subway watching it. And then- I, <laughs> I don't pay attention to what I can't control. I don't. It makes me nuts. Yeah, I got to get over that. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the mushrooms come in. I, well, you I'm do gonna, love I, it. I'm going to have to try those. Try a little one. I'll give you a little one. Just a one stem. Not today. I got to drive to San Diego. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> Me in traffic. Yeah. Well, you, you got to drive. What time is your show? I know. I'm fucking going to be. What time is your show? Uh, 7.30. It's four, I, I pulled it up on Waze. It says if I leave at three, it's going to take four hours. Oh, you better leave at two then. It's almost. Are you two. kicking me out of here? No. What did no, I say no. wrong? Listen, Joe? You didn't say anything was wrong. Was the but, coffee? But did no, I, get I just cooking? drove there last week for Brendan Shop special. He did, shot a Showtime special. How long did it, it took take? Took me five and a half hours to get down there. Took me fucking yeah, forever. I you might be flying. I didn't want. I was going to bring it up before the show. I thought I saw you got a show there tonight. <sighs> my, man, my, man, my manager yeah, thought. Th- th- yeah. Oh, my manager thought he's doing me a favor. Well, just pull it up in Google. Just go- pull, it up, wait, pull it up on ways right now. Yeah. Well, Google do it too. If you just Google. I'm a ways Where is the gig? Where you at? Uh, Comedy Palace. Hey, ladies, don't punch him. You, now you know where he is. <laughs> don't show up. I know you're going to throw that, you my motherfucker. 
you racist piece of shit. You fucking sexist. You hate women. Feminism I is I not feminists. cancer. Oh, it is. It's a it's fucking, a, it's, it's a utile, uterine it's cancer. It's the future. Females are the future. Well, the I'll, future's feminine. I'll take my life tonight if that's the that, case. That one. <laughs> Filthy whores. Anyways. <laughs> Fucking hairy, thick ankle girls who can't get laid, and they turn their anger. Some they of missed. them are pretty. They just. It just I haven't met wrong. a stripper who's a feminist yet. Oh wow! And I've talked to almost two of them in the last forty years. At three forty-five right now. Three hours and forty-five. Three minutes. hours and forty-five so minutes. About six o'clock. If you okay. Right now. So you if you leave right now, you get bit. there an hour before the show. You kicking me out, Joe? No, what no, did I no, say? no, no, no. We. I think. Don't make me come across. What the table. I'm nervous about, and I'm just being honest. What, I, what I'm Sorry. what I'm nervous about is that it's going to get, get worse. exceedingly longer in the next hour. Do you understand? It's making me nervous that you're nervous because I, I, I was I, I was the one who was going to I'm going to have to get out of here a little early. I thought you were going to go. You'll be fine. You'll fucking get. To- Dude, I got down to San Diego <laughs> on Saturday night. I was delirious. I've been dre- smoking in fucking fumes. <laughs> the fumes from the highway because everything was stop and go the whole way. You still might want to try to catch a flight if you can. The only thing to say oh, was... I'm not going to the fucking airport. Run I'd rather the walk. Or that, yeah, that, 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 I would rather walk. Run the jewels is the only thing that saved me. Just rocking out my car. It was, uh, it was a horrible drive. Yeah. Well, the whole world lives here. Of course, it's going to be horrible. No. The, the, the real Americans live in the middle, don't they? Jesus land? Yeah. Fly over states. Part. I'd rather live in Ohio. Where do you like to work? Where's like your favorite place to perform? See, that's where I'm going to get you. San Francisco. I love San Francisco. I'm kidding. I haven't been there in years. <laughs> <laughs> they love me when Why I was in the they competition. Do? Because they, like, well, some they people are happy that someone's like bucking the trend. That's right. Well, that's yeah. how it used to be. But that's how left wing and then fucking stupid they've turned into. Bobby Slayton could have run for mayor of San Francisco, right? Yeah. Yeah, does, right? does he still play up there a lot? I have not seen Bobby They loved me. Forever. I almost won that competition. They had me at the punchline twice a year for like three years. I love the punchline. And then all of a sudden, you know, no go. No but go. I don't, uh, what's tough, people always say, they, I bet you you killed down south in Atlanta. No, those people, are, they all have guilt complexes about being racist and bigots. So when you do something off color, they're, you know, they're laughing under their cowboy hats. What about like Cleveland? I, Cleveland's a tough one for me. They don't have a like... I, they don't have like I don't know. My sarcasm's almost too too. They're almost too Midwest for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honest to God. Really? What about Columbus? I, I don't do Columbus. Why don't you do Columbus? I don't know. Artie Lang got in trouble for fucking doing black jokes there. So <laughs> I don't do black jokes. I'm just saying. I don't know. He, so I, Artie I, Lang got in trouble there. So you're like, oh, scratch that. Well, one off no, the, list. the bouncer, a, a black a black bouncer complained because he did a black joke. I'm like, oh, that sounds Artie like a Lang? great club. Yeah. Um, Which club is this? The Funny Bone. Yeah. It's a great fucking club. I know. I'll get there. Get over there. I will. Go. I'll get there. Right. No, because it's changed a lot it's, since. Um, well, but, I just uh, said because I thought it's. I'm, I want to do small theaters, Joe. I don't want to do clubs. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing this to cover the cost of coming out here tonight. Okay. And I'm doing Ventura Harbor Comedy Club because I. Oh, that's a good spot. It's fun. That Chinese I, restaurant? A, well, no, it's an actual club upstairs. Yeah. It's a Chinese restaurant. It is not. It's a comedy club. I worked it. What do you mean it's a Chinese restaurant? It's, it's connected Chinese. to a Chinese well, restaurant. They have Chinese food there. Oh, it's connected to a restaurant. It's well, not... don't make it sound like I'm standing in the kitchen. I worked there. I well, told the you I worked there too. What the fuck? It's a good spot. <laughs> I love it. So I'm doing that Sunday. Yeah, I'm not scared to work at a Chinese restaurant. Is this coming up? This is Dream Live, Alive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Comedy People Palace. Come see you. I'm counting on it because I did no Bunch radio. Of girls are polishing their knuckles right now. Good. I'm fucking. I have two knives in my car. <laughs> Can I bring that samurai thing? <laughs> Can I bring that 1,500-year-old sword? I, I want to give you some sort of protection. I don't want to give you a weapon. Oh, please. I can do 12 deep knee bends. Nobody's going to fuck 12. with me. 12. 
Um, what about? On, uh, you gotta admit, for fifty-seven, I'm hanging. You in look there. good. I'm bro. hanging in there, especially for no hormone replacement. I'm I trying know. Trying to get you on the sauce. You don't think that's my first call? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I'll hook you up. Yeah. Yeah, get you to the doctor. They'll take care of you. Figure out what your blood levels are at. Can, get you on the right vitamins. Can it be a doctor get near me in New York, cigarettes. right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's a lot near you. Got to get you off of these, though. Get you onto these. What do you got there? Marijuana. Yeah, I know. I heard. Of the marijuana. Doesn't help you go to sleep or something? Aren't you one of those guys? No, I can't handle. Yeah, remember, I took a, I took one eighth of an edible. It was, oh, yeah. it was like doing acid for me. <laughs> I was watching Bob Newhart, and all of a sudden, I was in this in this fucking show, and it was in black and white. And my wife was not my wife, and my house was not my house. Mm. I got all this. So this is from a little bit of an edible. Those are strong. They're making them. They're making them strong. They're doing horrible things to people out here. But now they have new rules yeah. where each edible has to be ten milligrams, which is it's doable. But here's the thing. Ain't nobody measuring those fucking things. How about the CBD shit, Joe? CBD's great. I know. I I went into a bar in New York, and the bartender pushed it on me. They were like, he had like a campaign going. Mm. And uh, the problem was I had already had a couple drinks, so I couldn't tell, but I slept good when I took it. Yeah, CBD's amazing. Yeah? Yeah, some of it has a little bit of THC in it, but it's very little. Most of it is very little, but it's really good for your joints and for aches and pains yeah. and inflammation and stuff like that. For a lot of people, it's good for anxiety, you know? I don't have any of that. I'm as cool as a cucumber. Wow, amazing. Even with the <laughs> cigarettes, amazing. That's what keeps me cool. What about Texas? Do you like work in Texas? Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I got to be honest. I haven't been to these places in a while, but yes. Uh, you don't I, go to Texas? No, I did. I was, just a, I was in Dallas. And some of the jokes... That make people cringe elsewhere were getting rounds of applause. <laughs> <laughs> in Dallas. Anytime I said Jew, just, you know, not in a hateful way. My fucking not, but, you know. Uh, well, if you say Jew and it's not in a hateful nice way, way, it sounds hateful. It does sound. That's isn't a weird that weird? Word. And Louis does a bit about that. And I, I used to ask Louis when we lived together. I go, how come we first moved to New York? I said, I hear people saying, yeah, he's a Jew or whatever. And nobody gets mad and stuff. Because in Boston, if somebody said, yeah, that fucking Jew. Uh, but, um, but Dallas was great for me. So Dallas is great. Oh, my Houston, God. Houston's great. Austin's great. Texas is the shit. You, Houston, I, I, I did an there. album in Houston. This Austin one, on... Hmm. Did you do it at the Laugh, Act, uh, Laugh Stop in River yes. Oaks? Oh, yes. What a great club that was. Yeah. I did an album is there. Is it there no more? No, it's there. Not that there was... Well, that Apparently was the Bill building is still club. there. Then? Yeah. What is it now? Um, they Yo, use TCB? it sometimes. Like They'll have shows there sometimes, I think. Someone had something there for a while. I don't know the full story, but that was one of the greatest clubs ever. Laugh Stop in River Oaks. Remember that crazy dude was running it? The fuck's his name? Yeah. The fuck's his name? Bald guy? Uh, yes. Mark? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he had an mine. Italian last name, oddly enough. Joey knew him real well. Real well. I forgot about that, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yes. And that was Bill Hicks? Yeah. Place. They had a fucking legit open mic. Open mic too. in the fucking. Yeah, in the front front, in the bar front part. Area. And it was legit, like yes. good comics. I watched it. Yeah. I go, these kids are open mics. Yeah. They were Some good. about Houston, right? Yep. Houston is a very eclectic city. It's really different. It's not what people think of when they think of Houston. They think of like cowboy hats and oil. No. It's no. not. It's very diverse. There's a lot going. It's very urban. There's a lot of cool shit going yes. on in Houston. Very artistic. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Same with like you know people always go, oh, you must kill in Atlanta and shit. I'm like, no, they're 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 PC. They're cosmopolitan areas for the most part. 
Yeah, you, you know? don't kill in Atlanta. I, well, I, I kill if I want to. <laughs> but some of the shit that you, th- but some of the stuff you think would kill, you know, they get to, it's like eh, even for us, <laughs> even for us down here, right? <laughs> but that you know, cosmopolitan areas is more, uh, you know. What about Phoenix? Phoenix is a good. Spot. Phoenix is good. That's a great. Spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a few great spots. If you didn't live in New York, where would you live? For comedy purposes, yeah. just for life and comedy. For life and comedy? Yeah. Uh, Burlington, Vermont. Really? No, I'm kidding. If I could be up there with fucking Ben and Jerry. <laughs> no, I would- Knock uh, on Bernie's wait, door. Wait, would I? It's a, it's a, boy, it has to involve comedy. Probably Texas. Really? Yeah. Somewhere, my brother lived outside of Dallas and he loved it. That's great. I'm a, would I you just, have money? You could have seven castles. Ooh, seven. I don't want seven. Too many to look after. Folks, you should see the place we're in a doing Joe's show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The gym I'll, outside's worth. It's a nice gym. Uh, I like Texas. I'm a big fan of Texas. I'd live in Texas. I think I'd live in Colorado first, though. Yeah? Yeah. Weed? Not just weed. Yeah. Mountains. You like the mountains? I love the the way what it does for you. There's something about being around mountains that uh, that it... Um, I was actually reading something about this. That there's a, an actual thing that happens to people when you're faced with immense natural beauty that it diminishes your ego and yourself, and it puts people in you know puts what you, you would in a call hang a more then you cut spiritual perspective. Be, being around mountains, it's humbling. You know? Sure, when you're around them. It's it's beautiful. It's like the best looking art you could ever see. It's like a gorgeous mountain with some green hills and the sun coming out of the clouds. Like it's well, that's it's good. Good to look at as anything that's ever existed. Like I'm, I'm not very religious. I don't know. I haven't made up my mind. But when I see stuff like that, is when I get kind of. Do you want to make up your mind? I got something right here for you. <laughs> what is that? Mushrooms. Where the mushrooms are. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what they're for. Make up your mind. How about Joe? If I, uh, can you imagine if I took these and, and did your show before? Just take a little one like this. No, fuck that. <laughs> Nobody's got to get hurt. Just a little one. Jamie, would you do that? Maybe. Just a little one. I don't want to. I don't want to be giggling in the car on the way It'll down, be throwing up on myself. It'll be fine. What's it do? What's going to happen? We'll I want to get out of here before it takes effect. Guy's we'll going to get out. me in a fucking some type of scissors lock. It should be legal. Supposed to be I legal believe everywhere. that it would make people mellow the fuck out. Right? It would open that third eye, man. It would do something really good for people. The problem is you forget you take it sometimes. You know, like an hour and a half later, like why am I so weak? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be that far in my own head. Mm. That's scary. Have you ever done the float tank? No. You want to do that? Well, you can't. You I can't. I gotta float to fucking San Diego. <laughs> I should go down there on the raft like everybody else does. <laughs> Last time I ran into I, you. I am so nervous that you get nervous about me making my show. Do you understand? Yeah, I think we're going to get you out of here in about 15 minutes. That's what I think is the right. right move. Is that all right? Yeah, I think that's the right move. Maybe 10. You guys got me really fucking nervous now. I, I wish I wasn't, but at least you have ways. Ways will put you on some weird fucking funky backcountry routes that'll cut 20 minutes out of it. Only end up in Mexico. You'll be fine. Very close to Mexico, but super conservative. That's what's interesting about San Diego. I used to, I, you know I, why? I, my first album I did in La Jolla. Military. Yes. It's all military right. down there. Yeah. Safe as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll have one of those guys at my show tonight. People have said to me, like, where, where would you live? Would you live in a military town? Like, yes. That's Christ a good yeah. place to live. You're going to have gyms, for sure. You're definitely going to have uh, gun ranges. When you say that, does that when they throw you into the alt-right adjacent category? Um, Stuff like that. Probably. Yeah. 
I mean, the, the American flag behind me probably contributes to that, oh, too. Oh, my God. How horrible. I know. You're a fucking extremist, I'm, Joe. Um, what colonist. next? The Constitution? Decolonizing. That's one of my favorite things. Decolonizing. You've been paying attention to that expression. People want to decolonize certain certain things. Like what? Oh, like hairstyles and shit. Decolonize yeah, a yeah, hairstyle? Yeah, yeah, You're not... Yeah, there was a guy who got kicked <laughs> off of a show. Is this these is the hilarious. mushrooms talking already? No, 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 no. There's a guy who got kicked off of a show. He was... Um, he was on a show, uh, I think it was in Montreal, and he had uh, he had dreadlocks on, and it was this. He's apparently gender fluid, which I guess means I dabbled in that. Yeah, you can go back and forth between being a man and a woman, but he does have dreadlocks, and they kicked him off the show because he's a white guy with dreadlocks, and he defended their position. Uh, and one of the phrases they used was about decolonizing specific uh, hairstyles. And taking them uh, away from uh, white people and giving them back to the people. That <laughs> oh, that's sort of appropriation is what they're accusing Cultural of. Cultural appropriation. Yeah. yeah. Hairstyles. I'd like to go with dreads as a 57-year-old Italian guy. You'd be weird. You'd be weird with dreads. I'd get famous just from that. That, yeah. that and a white goatee. Colin Quinn says I should wear a black... He says, I'm going to... Turtleneck? Re- Steve Jobs? A black turtleneck with yellow lightning bolts and, and call myself Don Corrado. <laughs> Why? Why Don just, He's just being funny. I heard he has an amazing new show. That guy. His show I watch about, him work it out, man. It's uh, it's all about politics. It's about what we're talking about. About red versus blue. It's so yeah. timely yeah. And, and shit. And, you know... Um, He's a, he's a craftsman. I watch him. The Fat Black Pussycat. I go on sometimes. Uh, I have a show up to his. What is the Fat Black Pussycat? It's, it, you'd fucking love it, Joe. It's right around the corner from the Comedy Cellar. It's got a real bohemian feel to it. People are sitting in couches. There's oh, lamps. Wow. It holds about 75 people. Mm. Colin was, of course, quick enough and smart enough to say, I'm using this every night to work shit out. And people know. You can say, look, I'm only charging you $5 because I'm going to be working new stuff out. But you would love it. It's kind of a bohemian feel to it. And um, it's and they give you the door. Not that that effect <laughs> has anything to do with you. But um, but it's great. It's, it's uh, you know, you do an hour of your, I smoke. Wow. Sometime. Um, it's so fun. It's so, uh, again, it's like 75 seats. It's the a little, fact that little you can balcony. do an hour is very attractive. So New York has some weird little clubs, man. It's really interesting how New York has it. Because guys are just hopping around like that. I never, when I lived in New York, I could never afford to live in the city. So I lived in New Rochelle. And when I did gigs, I was like, well, I could work in town and do 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Or I could just go on the road and do a gig in Connecticut or do a gig in Jersey and make actual money. And so I always did that. So yeah. even when I lived in New York, I hardly ever worked in New York. Yeah, I don't as much anymore. I used to, you know, I used to go to the comedy cell every night, but Louie made that place world famous. Yeah. And it's not, it used to be a room where you could work shit out and take your time, but now it's, you know, it's a fucking tourist. It's packed. It's still a great club. And I, but I feel like, yeah, I'll grow that. I, I don't want to do, I don't want to go on stage unless I'm doing at least 40 minutes. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to get something done. <clears throat> yeah. uh, 15 minute sets don't, that's why I still do the fat black pussycat, which is such a great thing. Um, so. Look at that. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's it. Nice it, that, spot. And it's, it, that looks big. You know, it always looks bigger from a picture. It's tiny. That's what, like from a, that's from the balcony up there. Which so is, is it like the, uh, the belly room at the store? It's small, smaller than that. Really? Oh, yeah. Way smaller wow. than that. Well, way way smaller than that. The store is 70 people upstairs, so it's basically the same. 
Oh, the the one way up. The belly you mean. room. Yeah, yeah, the little not, one. Not the original room. I was right. thinking the original. Oh, okay. The belly. Yeah, 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 I would say like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's you'd fucking love it. And people are sitting in couches and shit. Wow. And it's it's really cool. And and Noam who runs the he couldn't be nicer, you know. And uh, that's the only one I really do in the city. Really? Yeah. I'm like you. I'd rather go to Governor's or or somewhere else mm-hmm. and do some real time. Yeah. <clears throat> Governor's is a great club. Yeah. The other thing about um, doing um, like clubs where there's a lot of people on, where you're only doing 15 minutes, the good thing about it is that it's not your crowd. So you have to make people laugh that are there yeah. just to see comedy. They're not yeah. just to see Nick DiPaolo. Right. Like if you go to, you know how that happens to some guys, they develop their crowd and then they kind of lose their edge. Yes. Fucking, it's scary, right? Yes. Yes. Dude, last time I saw you on stage, I walked into Caroline's. Uh, I, I was just, I was just in town for something, and you were on stage. It was a late show, and you were doing some fucking show about Katrina, a joke about Katrina that they spelled help wrong on the roof. <laughs> you know how many people died because they couldn't spell help. <laughs> Guy looking down from a helicopter says "hep." Yeah, I said, "If you want hep, just step in that water you're standing." <laughs> And I was fucking crying, laughing. I'm like, Nick is just still swinging from the hip. That's the same my way. F- that's my favorite joke. That that stage is still one of my favorites in the country. I don't do Caroline's. Do you know the problem with Caroline's though is when they well, reduce the stage down to the size of a fucking shoebox. Yes, but but on you're absolutely it's right. It's adjustable. Yeah, but on a, but on like on a Tuesday, or Wednesday night with like 60, 70 people in oh, there. Oh, it's amazing. It is my favorite. I was so comfortable because I yeah. played it so much when I first moved to New York. I could stay up there for three hours. I yeah. got so much done. I wrote half specials on that stage by doing like Tuesday nights for a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because That's where so you loose. get it done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, You're right. Like 60, 60 people in the crowd fucking around. Isn't that not yeah. the fucking... I did some little place up in Canada, Niagara Falls, the Corner Comedy Club. I'm in a real hole in the wall. Shitty tables and, you know, fucking just cheesy. Yeah. Had the best time of my life. Well, just, when a place is big... Then it becomes a show. And you have to do your act. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to work tight. Yeah. Yeah. Which stifles creativity. Yeah. That's right? what one of, the, one of the reasons why Ari, uh, when he does a store, he'll sign up for like late night and he'll get on like a 1245 or some shit like that when there's 20 people there. And I always say that that's like truth serum. Because if you do your act in front of 20 people, you know what sucks. Like there's no, no confusing what sucks. It's right in front that's of you. That's right. That's you know, right. You feel the terribleness of your <laughs> material. <laughs> you don't need 250 people no, to tell you, you suck. No. It takes four couples who yeah. are paying attention. And you just, but you feel it. Like you can kind of song and dance your way through a couple of well, hundred people. That's right. Because even, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. A barometer always said that. Give me just double figures. Give me 15 to 20. Yes. That is enough. Right? It's great to work out material. Of course. It's great to, to cut out all the horse shit in your act. You know? Yeah, because if there's only 15 people in the room and seven of them don't like the joke, oh, you fail it. Yeah. If the 15, if someone's sitting there with their cross arms, staring you down, <laughs> like, yikes. That's where the work gets done. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I used to hate playing Caroline's, and this is ironic, but this is when I was, you know, had Comedy Central specials and I was kind of hot and I would sell out Caroline's. I, I would hate it, though, like two shows on a Saturday night because it's packed and I know. I have something called the asshole quotient. For every 20 people in a club, there's one asshole. So if there was like 250, 
you know, somebody do the math. So you got more assholes. Yeah, I always, that was Larger my rule. Crowd. So yeah. you have to work fast and tight to keep their attention. Right. As opposed to taking your time on a Tuesday night in front of 60 people and the real <laughs> funny comes out. Yeah. When yeah. you say shit in between your proven bits, yes. there's the gold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, it comes out of nowhere. It's like it opens up. When you and you put yourself in that frame of mind too, when there's only thirty people and you know midnight or something like that, you're putting yourself in a different frame of mind. There's no pressure. What? what can, now, let me ask you that. That, that that's, can you do that in front of a full room? I can't put myself in that mentality. It's hard. Because you have to work differently. I feel like I'm being a pussy and giving in. But I know damn well if I work as slow as I do in front of 40, 50 people, in front of 250 or 300, somebody's going to get anxious in the audience. At least that's my – that mentality, like you said, when you show up Mm. with 50 people, it's almost like fucking around in somebody's living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want that feeling in front of 300 people or 400 people. It's always different. You know, we were talking about that last night, that like when you do a large theater, it's so much different than doing a club. Even if you do a packed club of 500 people, and then you move to a place that's got 5,000 people, it's just a different feeling. It's a totally different feeling. You have to do the air quotes act. You got to do your act, you know? 5,000. Yeah. It gets weird. Large numbers are weird. Yeah. Timing's different. You have to, you can't hammer the punchlines like you can in a club. Like in a club, you go punch. You remember Gavin would hit yeah, punchline after punchline, tag, 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 yeah. tag, and those tags would just have everybody roll. Oh yeah. Well, if he was doing ten thousand people, that those tags would get drowned Lost. out in the oh, laughter absolutely. of all the people around you. I tried tagging when I did like my first Tonight Show. I tried tagging, you know, and like, like I said, got lost. Other than Burbank. Sec- but you don't tag like you're in a club you know yeah i remember learning that lesson tv yeah um, but you're absolutely right uh, uh gavin was rapid fire and uh, oh. i remember watching him at nick's i came in when i first started comedy and i step in the door he's on stage and, and i'm like is he dying everybody all everybody was doubled over in the audience i thought he was fucking dying all of a sudden you know you couldn't hear any laughter. All of a sudden, a huge roar. I mean, because he would tag, like you yeah, said, tag yeah. a joke eleven times. Yeah, and people are still dying from the laugh. They were literally bent over. Nothing was coming out of them. I'm like, yeah. I'm like he was shaking the <laughs> they rafters. Couldn't breathe. Yeah, I think we got a chance to see some guys that are probably some of the best comics of all time, and people don't know. You know, I think between Sweeney and Gavin and Lenny and and and, and those guys that we saw when they were in their prime and Kenny Rogers. Yeah, Kenny. When we were coming up, those guys were in their prime, and when we were young, we got a chance to see, I think, some of the greatest of all time. No doubt about it. But they got stuck. Well, the guys at Nick's put them on a contract for a while, too, remember? They gave them good money and well, coke. They, yeah, they <laughs> They were making, I remember yeah. Gav telling me they were making three grand a weekend yeah. and not having to leave your city, yeah. making yeah. road money, and and like you said, a little some perks on the yeah. side. Um, free it, booze, free yeah. all that. Yeah, all and, that. Uh, but they all live great. Oh, did they ever? But uh, yeah, in, in the long run, you know. Um, well, in the long run, it was a problem. But we got to see some crazy fucking. Com- I remember those, some of those nights at Nick's Comedy Shop when you watch those guys get. I remember Sweeney killing so hard. Yeah, you, you almost wanted to quit comedy. I know. Like, There's no way I could do that. Well, it's I had to possible. follow the fucking guy. Gavin would in Boston back then. If you know Don Gavin show, he would be the host. Sweeney. Remember? No, oh, Gavin, Gavin would be the host. Be, yeah, he would start Remember? off the show. Yeah. That was it, a different thing about Boston, too, right. right? That's right. Like, if you did the Nick DiPaolo show at Nick's Comedy Shop, you would You'd start be, off the that's show. That's right. 
And and what was crazy, it was great for young comic, but I had to follow Gavin <sighs> doing a tight 15. Jesus. So it made me, you know, fucking, uh, it may, you had to be able to hold your own. Yeah. And they, they talk at 100 miles an hour, plus they're coked up. And, and, they're, they're, really, and they're really funny. They're really funny, and they got heavy Boston accents, and they're big men. They're like big, imposing people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they would destroy some guy who came in. I remember a guy, something gold, Ronnie Gold from New York. He'd just done his first Tonight Show and shit. And he was coming to Knicks for the weekend, and everybody was dropping in. Gavin would do 10. Chance Langton went on with his guitar and literally get like a standing ovation. Here's Ronnie Gold. Five minutes into it. Cricket, people, cricket. Cricket, cricket. People angry fucking Irish leave. kids with their blonde eyebrows. Yeah. You fucking suck. Yeah, I remember that. That was a tough room if you were having a bad set. Well, they would do it to uh, the people on purpose. Blood. They would do it to anybody from out of town that had a big attitude and a Hollywood resume. They did it to Billy Crystal. They lit Billy Crystal up in that room. Well, that I understand. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> they did it to everybody, though. It, yeah. was, it was crazy to watch. Well, yeah, they were like, these yeah. guys, uh, we're as funny as them, and we're going to yeah. punish them. And you know, they would. You know who they didn't do it to? Dom Herrera. Exactly. Dom Herrera went up there like a fucking champ and just rode the wave. Yes, he, he would. just kept that wave He's going. He's that funny. Yeah. I went on Comics Come Home a couple of years ago. Uh, no, not the last one, the one before that. And Dom had to close the show. And it was a murder's row. Bobby Kelly, fucking me, Billy Burr. Taking the roof off the dump, and I'm like, Dom has to close this. And I, he's as funny as anybody, but I'm just saying, how's he gonna? He goes up there, and he did something self-deprecating. It gets a nice look. Within a minute and a half, he had them, and there was no drop-off. There was no drop-off in response. I went home. I didn't realize he was that fucking good. Oh, he's still that good. Dom Herrera has not lost a step. The brilliant, funny I see guy. him at the store all the time. Yeah. Quit drinking. Told me quit drinking for two months. Very happy for him. Yeah, well, I saw he has hands with like shaking. He has a nerve issue. Yeah. It's actually, it goes from his shoulder all the way down to his arm. Yeah. Mushrooms. That'll help him or no, hurt him? Hurt him. That's what he oh, said. Oh, shit. He told me that's what. <laughs> God damn it. Now that you brought it up. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, we better, honestly, better get you out of here. I'll have, look, I said Can before, I, anytime. Joey. Come on, buddy. I, I I would. I, this is. I mean, this show is as powerful as anything out there. TV, radio, and I, I, that flight just makes me mentally ill. I get it. I fucking almost started crying halfway out here. <sighs> I just got a guy next to me sucking on a straw like a six-year-old Ooh. with ice in his glasses, nothing in it. Ooh. It's 110 degrees. On the plane? Baby behind me screaming like somebody was using the soft spot in his head for a fucking ashtray. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. I almost fucking, I was almost crying. <clears throat> But uh, you know what? I got to come out here more than once yeah. every two years. Yeah. If you'll have me. Come out. Yeah. And, and next time, uh, I got a show tonight at the Improv, but anytime. I know. Anytime you we, want, come do shows with me. We'll I'll do be, it. We'll be in traffic fun. with the rest of the world. <laughs> Can I plug a couple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell anybody where you are. My uh, my podcast. Just go to nickdip.com. And uh, Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, it streams live on for free on Monday and Wednesdays. And uh, I just shot a thing called Stickmen in October. It's about an instructional baseball clinic. That you know, you know Adam Ray, the comedian. Yeah, he's in it. Okay, cool. A Andrew Parisi wrote it, and Andrew's partner already saw some stuff to Netflix. So we're hoping, and it came out killer. It's called awesome. Stickmen. It's really testosterone driven. So uh, you'd fucking like it. NickDip.com for my show uh, tonight at the Comedy Palace. Sunday night, uh, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Slash Chinese restaurant. It's a good spot. Good I know. Food. It's fucking awesome. 
And uh, what am I forgetting? I know I'm forgetting something. Uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter, all that stuff. Instagram and Twitter, but go to <laughs> nickdip.com. The show's growing leaps and bounds. I'm shooting a special in March at Cohoes Hall in New York. I think I'm just going to put that one out there. Use your, what you told me. Just flood the market with it. Not yeah. even charge people. Just flood it. Right? Flood it. Let Get it out know there. Because my stand-up is still my thing. All right. I hear all right? Love Thank you, man. You. I love you, too, Love brother. you, Joe. Always good to see you. Same here. Nick DiPaolo, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! I'm so nervous. <laughs>